You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Recorded live. Uh, Black Power, Black Power, Black Power, B48. 
My whole chop, broken the feet on the ground radio. Y'all hear me out there now? Let me make sure I'm getting hurt. Yeah, we hear you. All right, because I, I was just on my Skype, but my I think my microphone messed up. Well, anyway, let me set it off. Black Power BB48, my hotel, Welcome to Feet on the Ground Radio, Slaughterhouse Saturday. Coming to get it in. Um, let me start it off with the uh, praise to the ancestors, praise Nat Turner, glory to Garvey. Long live the spirit of Dr. Khaled Abdul Muhammad, praise Harriet Tubman, glory to Ida B. Wells. Long live the spirit of Sister Fanny Lou Hamer. Um, Black Power, what it do out there tonight, family? How y'all, how's it going? You know it's Slaughterhouse Saturday. You know the theme. Who's still betraying the African Revolution? Make a couple, make a couple tags, just like that. Um, We got everything lined up, right and tight. Uh, Let me see right here. Uh, uh, Let me open up my chat room and everything on my computer. I'm trying to they ain't doing the right thing for me with my Skype. We're gonna we're gonna set this we're gonna get it all set up right though. Uh, I hear my brother Hey Rule already out there early. What to do out there tonight? Everybody getting settled in. You know what I'm saying? You know. All treats, no tricks. You know what I mean? You know, it's a, a day out there, ghost busting. Tonight, you know what I'm saying? They get the, uh, you know, it's ghouls and goblins. All Hallows Eve, is, is, as it was once known as, you know what I'm saying? Popping off tonight. Make get anything set up correct. Don't get anybody in. Trying to get us a couple guests. We got, you know what I mean? We got the guests that going to show up tonight. You know what I mean? We got the guests that are going to show up some chat with us about this uh, comedic Armageddon, you know what I mean, so we ain't too, you know, he don't, don't run, run him too late to get on up in here, slide on through, but that's what that's the main thing I'm waiting on, waiting on care folks to come through so we can set this comedic Armageddon thing off, you know what I mean, we've been ramping up, the family been putting in all types of information, we've been going over this stuff for the past couple of weeks, just questioning ourselves on the situation, now we want to get some of the players in the game on the line. You know, um, so for that, we was trying to get uh, Uncle Kev from Iron Ross Squad, too. You know, Brother Spoke said he told me here, slide going into the line so we can ask him a couple questions, you know, set this uh, proverbial hot seat up, you know what I mean? Everybody out there, get your, you know, get yourself together, get your things ready. You know, it's Slaughterhouse Saturday, so please have your butcher aprons on, all knives and things, you know, sharpened up tight. And, you know, please be aware, limbs can be missing, end up missing at this motherfucker. What's going on out there? Sister Camille, that's you out there, Black Power. Black Power, King. BB48 to the family. All right. Black Power, sis. Black Power, Brother Griff. Good. I'm mad at you. I'm mad at you from, from Thursday. You hear me? Can I say that again? I said I'm mad at you from Thursday. We, oh, had, we had we had Obama on the ropes. You let him off the ropes. 
Nah, I I never let Obama off the ropes. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hear you. I'm just messing with you. Listen, you, you know the sister, the, the sister, beautiful, melanated skin. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Superior. I can take it. No, no doubt. Hold on, hold on. Tonight, so listen, right? I got, I got. We want to try to get uh, Beef Two up in here, right? So this is what I'm gonna do, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna open. I'm gonna come back to y'all line. Um, listen, everybody who's on right now, I'm gonna come to your line. Just let me know if you want your line open when I unmute it. If not, don't say nothing, and I'll mute your line back. But then later on, if son come on, I'll make sure I get to your line so I can open it up. So if you got a question or something besides that, so you know, you it's Slaughterhouse Saturday. You know what it is. It's family out here, man. It's the, it's the community conference call, the RBG or community conference call. Don't step in. If you ain't African first, second, and third, we will we will smell this shit out. So uh, with that being said, I'm, I'm going to mute everybody's line, then I'm going to come back to y'all and get this thing set up right. All right, I know, I know what line definitely got to be open. Black Power. Want your line open? Black Power. I say Black Power. Uh, not, not you. I already got y'all open. Y'all was going to be open. I'll tell you to the other guests. You must not want a line open. I'm going to close it back. You see here. Brother Don Dre, Black Power. I know I know. later on in the show, if Brother Don Dre ain't on right now, I know later on in the show, I'll come back and open his line up. I know you're going to have some questions later. And then, um, Black Power. South Texas. South Texas. All right. We'll come back to that one. Uh, uh, nigga, Brother Griff. I know you want to come on. Uh, let me see. Hold up one second, Griff. Texas. I got a family out there in Texas. That's you, Brother Tim? Might be Brother Tim. Might be on the justice. So we, we early game. You know, Black Power, what it do out there tonight? Super Maker Ron, how you tonight, family? Just called in. How you doing, Black Power? Uh, man, I'm, I'm well, I'm well. We all, we, we all just getting there, just setting everything up, getting everything right. My Skype was messing up on me. I can't. I don't know how to speak on my Skype. I might have brother Rahe Rule when we get off later. You might have to walk me through some of this stuff, man. I'm try to get my microphone working on my computer. Because yeah. I can't get go it. Ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I was about to say, brother Rahe on the line. Yeah, he in the um. Yeah, brother, hey, boo, he on the he on the line. He might got a little background noise right now, so he might be holding it. Hold it. Yeah. bro. That's brother Griffin. I sent you a little email the other day. One of my tracks I did and shit. So it's from I think I labeled it like brother Griff, bro Griff. So if you see that in there, who that was, family. Yeah, I know. I said these niggas probably. Yeah, check that shit is out for me. It's a little track I did. While back and shit, I think you gonna like that shit. So if you like it, then you know, man, hit the rest of the fam with it because I'm sure they probably like that shit too. No, for sure. But I told you I was gonna send you some music, huh? But I'm gonna check it out now that I know that it's you. You sent it most definitely. Yeah, I think you gonna like that shit. It's a fire. Some of my older shit, but I think you'll like it. 
right, well, we're going we're going to get this thing set off right. You know what I mean? Like I said, man, you know we got the um we've been we've been asking a couple questions last last few weeks. You know we've been questioning ourselves and just looking at information that's going on out here. One thing that we definitely had a question about is this um um comedic Armageddon type of venue that's coming up. And so tonight, you know what I mean? We want to open up the line for uh some of the some of the people who might be involved in it. So we wait for the line to uh, come on in. We definitely, uh, definitely got the call for Bistro. You know what I'm saying? AKA Uncle Ket, AKA the God Killer for uh, Army Rossquad to come on up in here and, and sit on this hot seat for a couple seconds. You know what I mean? And um, you know, the brother said that he would oblige us with that. So we're we going. Um, you know I mean, I'm just, I'm just laying in the cut right now, waiting for that line to pop up. You know what I'm saying? So that we can really get into our groove. So that's my main focus and objective for tonight is that right there. It's really is really uh having having the um the uh table set right, you know, so when family come on there, you know what I mean, we can see exactly what's going on. Everybody can eat. Sandwiches and soup on everybody. My <laughs> foul. Yeah. So that's what it do tonight. So hopefully things go things go well. You know, it's gonna be interesting. You know, you know what I'm saying? A lot of a lot of things um that's going on that you know, they're questionable at the least. You know what I'm saying? And so our number one focus is to at least ask questions, you know, questions pertinent questions that the community might have but might not get the chance to, to uh ask, you know, and just you know, like we're we're a regular think tank. We're a regular uh Working little uh, mechanism over here. Everyone play off the next one. You know what I mean? To build ourselves better. So that's what I'll I say. What's going on with you, Sister Camille? Well, I've spent my day um, dealing with, you know, the crack of these vicious uh, rituals that uh, we keep alive by celebrating them. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I, I've been doing today. All right. Or right. you got anything interesting to hit the family with that you done peeped out? I know you had that Shaka Musa Bear Shango. That's why I was striving to get my, my Skype set up right so I can play that right through the computer. But it somehow won't work out right. So I'm unable to get that to come through clear. And I don't know if I can't get it to come through clear. Let me. Let me try one more. T- let me try this thing one more time and see if y'all can hear anything. Let me see if y'all can hear this clear.
sound. Now, how how did that sound out there, family? Sound good to me, King. All right, all right, all right. So then we we'll, we'll see how this we'll see how this works then. We'll see how this works. All right, pal. I'm glad to get that in though. Glad to get that theme music in. What? One of my favorites, if not all time. <laughs> Sister Tear It Down. Ooh. It chills up my spine every time I hear her singing it. Black Power. All right, all right. So, so since that came through clear, I'm going to go ahead and, and um, you know, whatever jewels you want to drop on the Shaka Boots and Bear I'm going to go ahead and, and pull that clip. The elder, the master elder teacher, there's nothing to say after he says what he says on this vicious uh, ritual day of the savage cracker beast. You got the marking? Yeah, I'm, I'm, pull, I'm pulling it right now. I'm pulling it right now. Okay. If I can I'll pull it right now. Just so, yeah. All right, so this is the esteemed teacher, Shaka Musa Barashango, on European Holidays, Volume 2. You can find this clip on YouTube. Um, Rob Morgan 144 is the YouTube page that you can find it on. Again, that's Rob Morgan 144, and this is Shaka Musa Shango, European Holidays, Volume 2. with my notes and be disciplined. Halloween, the original night of the living dead. You want to talk about that or you want to move on? You sure now you're just being nice? Okay. Halloween means all holy evening or as you say, hold us sun. Evening and the sun was very important to them up there in Europe that didn't get much at the time. It was the eve of All Saints Day, November the 1st, and it was October the 31st, was the Druidic New Year. There was a group called the Druids who were supposed to be practicing the knowledge that came out of the Nile Valley in ancient Kemet, which maybe now is now in Egypt, but anything that the white man gets his hands on, he has a way of demonizing it or turning it around. We never see things the same way, and you wonder why you can go in a meeting with white folks, sit down, use the same language, come out with a different idea of what occurred. Because you don't see things the same way. You don't feel things the same way. But you come out with tears in your eyes. Well, yes, they did commit some crimes against us, and they did shoot the young man in the back of the head. But we talked with the governor. We talked with the mayor about it. And we believe that something will be done. Because they said that they believed in peace and justice, too, and we said we believe in peace and justice. And that's all it is. And we stand out there crying now. Because we believe in that stuff. It's our nature. Peace and justice don't mean the same thing to him. Peace means as long as you do it my way. Justice means just us. That's what it means. I have to keep checking on you that you're all right because I have been put out of place. <laughs> on this Druidic New Year, 
You got my back, brother Eli. You got your back, brother. They said that at this time, the earth would open up and the dead and demons would come out of the earth. This is how they said you hear well. You got to understand the psyche of these people. I studied European history very carefully.
This is what Jack's answers out here to fight them away and wobbles on their church. I thought Jesus could keep the evil spirit away. But no, they put wobbles on the church to keep the evil. Y'all out here find some of these churches white people down with wobbles on them and wonder why you're having all these sexy things happening around them. <laughs> you know, brought up with some witchcraft and stuff. And so when the ancestors, the dead, would come back to them, they would tell them, give me something to eat, or I'll burn your house down, or I'll do you harm. And that's where trick or treat came from. And here you've got your babies out here. Begging somebody for candy and telling them trick or treat. Don't know why you're doing this dumb stuff. Teaching them to be beggars. Something you can go buy for them. And what right do they have to tell a person, if you don't give me something, I'm going to do something bad to your property or to you? What right do they have to do? And it's gotten so bad, you know it's dangerous, fool, that you go out with them now. But you got to do it. I'm asking you why. Why do you have to do it? Ask yourself, why do you have to do it? That's more money you got to put out on these different costumes. Well, we're going to make it fly. Somebody can go out there and mouth and that. Man, that's just man. That won't be bothered with that bullshit. <laughs> and in Europe, it was the one day out of the year that the people consulted Satan for advice. Right? There was no distinguishing between Satan and God. None of that stuff is clear as you think it is now. With these white born-against preachers now, they seem to have some clear definition. They didn't have that in Europe. It was all the case. They feared the devil and God and all of it. What they feared was the aristocracy. Okay, let me tell you where I got that from, since you don't want to listen to me. White folks wrote this in the Encyclopedia Britannica. Publishing 1995, volume 5, page 646. Okay. Because, you know, I know you take the white man's word. <laughs> <laughs> During the 16th, as late as the 16th century, on this night, people would gather in church graveyards, dig up graves, put the skulls around in a circle, and dance around and try to keep the evil spirits and the living dead from coming out with it. This is in the church graveyard now. Where did I get that from? Another white man. Dr. Basil Davidson. In the book, African Empires, published by Time Life Books. Now, Halloween celebrations were introduced to the United States in the late 1800s by Irish immigrants and hooligans who put their accentuation on trick-or-treat festivals. That's weird. Cause ain't got nothing to do with you. Got nothing to do with you. And you got nothing to do with it. Take that money and invest it in something. Will you please? You don't know what to do with your money. If you took all this money you spent at Xmas time and on these holidays and invested it in just a CD, you'd be better off. But if you invested it in your community and building up your community, if groups got together and invested it in their communities and in the business in the community, you'd be like, I might lose my money. You done lost it when you don't gave it to these white people.
Because what Europeans taught us about Jesus has nothing to do with historical reality. It is mythological. And you is believing in mythological stuff and talking about all this good it's doing for you and building all these churches in your communities and the community continues to go down. Where is the power of it? That's all I'm asking you. I'm not picking on your religion, your belief system. Where is the power in it? If it's all that bad and all as wonderful as you say it is, how come our communities remain in the same condition? Come these dumb behind chicken licking pork chops and preachers are seeing the forefront of economic revival in our community instead of just going for them sick. And you love your preacher too. You want him to be the best dressed? He's my pastor. That's your pimp. Black women were taught by black women were wiser than white men. And in 
you know you don't want to get me started on that. You know Dr. Bill was for Jesus. And we know where heaven is. We said, this brother must know where heaven is, too. They say, make it all fun. Yeah. <laughs> 
committed a homosexual act with him. That was total conquest. Go. So when we go to prison, we don't do that. Not conscious African people don't do that. You go to prison, you shut down. You get spiritual. You take control of yourself. Because the one doing it to the one is just as much as a fact as the one ain't doing it. Now how you get into pleasure out of that? Ain't nothing can replace a black woman. Halloween alone, 
certainly nothing I can say here tonight. I can do it. I'm doing the best I can, Lord. It's all in him. That's right, Lord. Black power. Black power. <laughs> now, if you can't make you leave with all that, then you ain't never going to leave. Woo. Fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the beat. Usual, you know, the regular, you know, that wolf man, when he started to tell that wolf man story, you know, we, we still, you know, we still seeing more and more of his, uh, you know, more more of his, uh, Civilization looking more and more like wolf culture. People looking more and more animalistic every day. The more you dig, the more you dig, you find some dirt. If you're digging, you're going to end up with some dirt. So, Black Power, anybody want to expound on Brother Chaka Musa, Brother Shango? Anybody got anything to add on? Cracker Beast is a monster. Okay. If if you didn't hear nothing else from that, it's a fucking monster. Mm. You see, that, that, uh, and then that one little, the one line where he stated, you know, how they came up with all the little elves and the gnomes from Twa being up there. And that made me think about the Lord of the Rings. Said that about the ring. I say it, and it should have me thinking of Batman with the motherfucking black cape. Yeah. Old Batman, the fake black man. Batman, one of them. He won one of them people for Halloween. Um, strange thing about Batman is how how much he likes black, especially when they show it visually on the movie. But that that thing right there with the elves definitely it seemed like a Lord of the Rings reference to me. I was like that going to, just like something right out of that movie. I could just I could just see them.
Like right now, Thanksgiving coming up. Niggas about to go buy turkey and shit, like all that bullshit. Like that shit is something to do. Spend that money on that shit. Ashe, and I liked how the um, master teacher uh, opened up by explaining our participation in these um, rituals, you know, help keep uh, the dominance of our enemy over us. It keeps, uh, you know, don't want to get too deep, but it keeps, um, it keeps their um, energy that they're, well, if they do have energy, what they do have, the negative aspects of uh, what they emit to the world a lot. You know, we got to pull away our African spirit away from these fucking rituals, every last one of them, and I know it's hard. But when you find out the sickness that they come from, and that's why I'm so grateful for Brother Born playing this for the family, it should make it easier. And then it's up to us to share this information with other people. Shit, I've been messaging people all goddamn day um, sharing the video, you know. That's what we got to do. And purchasing that book. I don't have um, part uh, two, volume two, which I'm going to get. You know what I'm saying? But that that's what we got to do, Black Power. Black Power. Definitely. You, you know, you say that about purchasing books. Uh, I got a couple black uh, book dealers that I've been talking to. We're going to get one on one of line. We're just trying to shake them out and see which one of the best ones. We're going to bring them on the line so we can have an avenue, somewhere to go to and get them to, you know, look for different items for us. And um, i I like to share what he mentioned on. Um... A.J. Rogers, Superman for Man. I had to find that shit and go through this to find the damn quote. And um, as he mentioned, um, Herodotus said that a Scythian soldier, vampire-like, used to uh, suck out the blood from the first enemy he killed, but they're not the only ones. The Padeans, he said, used to eat their dead, while the Isidonians would kill and eat all those who were very, very ill or approaching uh, senility. The Huns used to drink human blood out of the skulls of their enemies. Uh, Gibbon tells of the cannibalism practiced by the hordes of Attila. Cannibalism existed in the British Isles as late as the 4th century A.D. St. Jerome says, when I was a boy in Gaul, I beheld the Scots, a people living in Britain eating human flesh, and although there was plenty of cattle and sheep at their disposal, they would prefer a ham of the herd of man or a slice of a female breast. <laughs> okay, the observation of St. Jerome's is confirmed by the Welsh triads. These documents accuse that uh, Angles, who becomes uh, the part of the Anglo part in Saxon, and the Saxons of the of this practice. They said that cannibalism was openly practiced at the court of King uh, Ethelfrit, E-T-H-E-L-F-R-I-T-H. They also tell of the great fondness of one uh, Gory, a Welshman for human flesh. Furthermore, cannibalism existed in 
Perthshire, Scotland, in the 13th century. It was also openly practiced in Germany in 1648 after the Thirty Year War. Children, nuns, and old people were caught and eaten. Two reports from Russia in 1920 persist that <laughs> our famine people were eating, eating one another. What the damn cracker beast, y'all? Right. I'm gonna put this in real quick from Freud. This is from uh, Cannibals and Kings: The Origins, The Origins of Cultures by uh, Marvin Harris. And this is a uh, little section in here, page 103. Let me pause here for a moment to discuss interpretations of these rituals, which attribute attribute them to innate human impulses. I am especially concerned with the ab- elaborate theories offered in the Freudian tradition which claim that torture, sacrifice, and cannibalism are intelligible as expressions for instincts, for love, and for aggression. Eli Sagan, for example, has recently argued that cannibalism is the most fundamental form of human aggression since it involves a compromise between loving the victim in the form of eating him and killing him because he frustrates you. Purportedly, this explains why the victims are sometimes treated with great kindness before their torture begins. The executioners are simply reenacting their love-hate relationship with their fathers. What this approach fails to make clear is that the torture, sacrifice, and eating of prisoners of war cannot take place without prisoners of war, and prisoners of war cannot be captured unless there are wars. I pointed out earlier that theories tracing warfare to to pan-human instincts are useless for explaining variations in the intensity and style of intergroup conflict, and that they are dangerously misleading because they imply that war is inevitable. Attempts to understand why prisoners are sometimes pampered, then tortured, sacrificed, and eaten in terms of conflicting universal instincts of love and hate are useless and dangerous for the same same reason. All right. Uh, Prisoners are, are not always pampered, tortured, sacrificed, and eaten, and any theory purporting to explain why this complex occurs must also be able to explain why it does not why it also does not occur since the activities in question are part of the process of conflict. The taking of prisoners, for example, is itself an act which depends on the capacity of raiding party. To avoid counterattacks and ambushes on its return home while encumbered with reluctant enemy captives. When raiding when the raiding party is small and when it must travel considerable distances through regions where the enemy can retaliate before safe territory is reached, the taking of prisoners may be foregone entirely. Under such circumstances, only pieces of the enemy can be brought back to validate the body count essential for establishing the claim on the social and material rewards to preserve for excellence and bravery in combat. From this, we get the widespread custom of bringing back head, scalps, fingers, and other other body parts in lieu of the whole live captive. So the, the crack is is crazy. He he's justifying that he now this this book is about the uh, origins. As it says, the coaches, and he's saying that look, man, they had to be they had to be cannibals because they was at war all the time, and so that so that war made them so super aggressive that it was a love hate. We got to we had to take prisoners and take care of them, but we had to eat them at the end of the day. I don't know what kind of crazy shit that is. 
They still doing that shit though, so shit ain't never really stopped. Nah, brother Mickeron was brother Mickeron was explaining to us one day about how they they checking out these um these meanders and finding that they it was a high they diet was um, 40%. human meat yeah it was high in in, in human meat forty percent I think yeah something like that forty mm-hmm. percent what he said well, you know but then the, the other day you was reading the uh about uh. The hot dogs and shit, how they was finding human DNA in, in some of the meat products, even the vegetarian shit. Vegetarian shit. <laughs> hey, so and something else you need to look at too, family, is that the human body cannot consume blood. You know what I'm saying? Even if somebody was to drink human blood, once that blood congealed inside of their stomach, the body's going to force it out. And you're going to get sick. So you have to look at their uh, digestive system as well. How is it that they can digest meat, hair, and blood, and, and you can't? Hair consists of high levels amounts of carotene that your the human digestive system can't break down. So you have to ask yourself, something that's a cannibal that can consume human hair and flesh, that's not human. So like the uh, sister said, you know what I'm saying? You're dealing with the Tamahu, the crack of peace, the Urugu. Well, definitely, brother Rahiru. In fact, right now, we got people celebrating in the ritual right now. People who never met wouldn't meet, wouldn't even greet face-to-face. Wouldn't say, hi, how you doing or nothing. But in the context of how uh, the, the 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 elder was speaking in the video, you're going door to door to people at night, and it's under the guise of a costume, and that's that's the whole. That's what you got to understand. These people mask they they real identities. You know what I mean? The clean shaven crafter with the suit and the tie. That's a costume. The mythologies that they taught us even when we were youngsters in school from the Red Riding Hood, the, the Big Bad Wolf. You see what I'm saying? These are costume-wearing people. These people hide behind masks. They mask their identities. They mask what they truly do. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, they mask being humans to some extent. And, and yes, the, the, the context of, of, of cannibalism in fact, when you when you when you when you when you dive into anthropology, and you look at the context on which white anthropologists choose to do eth- ethnographs on certain cultures, they always have a fascination with most cultures if they have any any type of cannibalism. And I looked at that as being they like to they use that as not only is it a psychological fascination, but it's a reality within their context of living and their survival. That go back to their roots. That go back to caveman survival, you know, where crackers can sit back and just analyze Neanderthal's bones and off the DNA structure off the bones to be able to say these motherfuckers had a high diet. So something with Brother Ryan Rule is exact regarding these individuals got digestive systems that, you know, do not exhibit the same characteristics of African people in warm climates. 
In fact, this is this is their digestive systems function without fire. You can watch any uh, any ethnograph. You can read any ethnograph for if you can get to some good video or footage of a, a, a of a, a good culture context being observed. You can see they gonna use fire. You know, showing that the meat still gets cooked. But when you study, that's out the window when you study European culture because the history and we know when they started playing with fire. And I'll leave it at that. That's what's going on today. <laughs> so you you saying that about them hiding out and shaving down uh, just today and in second thought you know hindsight is twenty twenty I should have took a picture but the motherfucking white boy I'm I'm inside the store come around the corner fucking white boy bent over and y'all his whole fucking back was furry I'm talking about long ass long-ass fucking hair, like, longest, mad long, all on his back, all the way to the crack of his ass, mad hair, right? So, not even hair, this shit, it's fur. I ain't even calling this shit here, this shit is fur. Mad fur, right? But he stands up and turns around, and, yo, you, you would never be able to tell that he was furry like that. His whole face was shaved, super clean, he had a super clean face. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't really see his arms and shit because he had like, you know what I mean? He had like a sweatshirt, hoodie like shit on. But you would never tell that this motherfucker was a straight fur ball up under that shit. And I seen that. <laughs> My daughter just looked at each other. I said, look. Look at each other. Just bust out laughing. I said, look at these damn Neanderthals. Yeah. Right about that. They hide out. They always hide in their face. And in front of them, broad daylight, they hiding. They playing that movie. What's that? They live. They doing. They live all the time. When we say, when we say, like putting that means that means let's 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 do what the elders did. Let's put some social science to that shit. This analyzes it from a psychological perspective. That means they have high personality disorder. And you wonder why we got, and you wonder why we got personality disorders. It's one thing. See, it, it, social science is the filter for all information for Western thought. So even if a nigga come with math and science, even your motherfucking findings have to fall within the context of the social sciences of their living and politics in that gathering time. You see what I'm saying? You, you may have a radical invention that may not fit the context, or may not fit the times of the po- politics. Politics is social shit. America was... I watched a cold Korea documentary and they put that shit out there, that America will allow every revolution to happen except the social one. When you take that and you analyze that, you see that 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 when Dr. Clark, when you see Dr. Clark analyzing, so we are social people, but we're not socialists like how Mark Carl, you know, perspective was. You know, Karl Marx. You know what I'm saying? We were more or less our social living came from African social life. You see what I'm saying? Well, for European, like like the elder was saying, it's governed by fear. 
So fear becomes the root interpretation of all social sciences. So so the main idea that goes into any invention that has to be the best goes into a fear factor mechanism. And that comes from their psychological uh, uh, diagnostic that we give in their ass tonight. You see what I'm saying? European has the biggest... He's the, he, he is the prime example of the uh, uh, personality disorder based off that right there because he has to hide and mask his, 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 his savagery. That's the hardest thing to do. And, and the best the best example I can give you is the red wife, you know, red white hood, a wolf trying to wear, you know, trying to play a woman. But the joint about the fear is obvious to the point where the motherfucker knows his people well. Anytime he want to get white people to galvanize with any ideology or cause that he has, he uses his media, his propaganda, shoot it to the whites, and the motherfuckers jump on board for the great majority, don't ask no questions. Just like with the Trayvon shit. Their, their primary basis was Zimmerman was in fear for his life. But then they get the bitch on the stand and say, well, a couple weeks before, it was some black guys knocked at her door, kicked her door in. They was upstairs hiding out. And then Zimmerman, just before they was busting into the bedroom, Zimmerman comes in and saves her. But a whole fucking jury of white women like, yeah, I can see how that was. Okay, now I can see. So now Zimmerman get off off some bullshit because they use the tactic, which they already know. White people had this psychotic relationship. As soon as they get scared, they identify I've been places where I'm hooping, and the white boys is playing greasy. So I'm like, yo, chill. We banging. So the nigga do some more greasy shit, so I check him. As soon as I check him, like, four or five of the white boys is like, yo, calm down, man. He's just, he's not trying to do anything. I'm like, bro, I ain't even fucking talking to you. It's between me and him. But, like, it ain't never failed. They all just jump in because they're really scared that I might get up in all of them. But they all come together, unify around fear. And the fear usually is based on the fact that the motherfucker that they're dealing with got to be non-European. If it's a white boy getting aggressive with another white boy, they don't, it, don't, it don't bother them. But when you're non-European, especially if you're African, and there's some type of conflict, they click. It's, it's something that's in their motherfucking genes. They come together. They, they unite amongst the outsider, especially if you're African. Uh, you know, when Sister Camille mentioned that about fear, and you were talking about the fear also. Um, that's, you know, that's one of the things they, that they use to keep us from staying away from the little holidays and all these little things, the fear of ostracization. You know, our people are afraid that if they don't, participate, then they really going to be ostracized. You know, right now we're in the midst of always just trying to, we just want to make sure we fit in. We don't want no problem. Please let us fit in. So we got to participate. People be at home, at home won't have nothing to go to work and put on a, and put a damn 
some Halloween shit on. And he's like, you ain't even at home with that shit on. Why put it on there? You know what I'm saying? But it's the fear of being ostracized. You know what I'm saying? A lot of uh, that keep us, we practice uh, uh, Thanksgiving, uh, Thanksgiving, uh, Thanksgiving, how, you know, however you want to put it. But we practice, we practice things because we don't want to be the one who 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 decide to not to to not be in. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't want to be the one that we we decide to not be in, and that and that fear right there keep us looking away from all the information that tell you that you shouldn't be fucking with this shit. As soon as you see it, you just automatically, all right. But so what? It, we come up with oh, it's for the kids. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, everything is always for the kids. It's, it's for the kids. You know, we don't got no other time. And it's, it's, it's always for the kids. Shay, and and it is a psychosocial effect. You know, um, that North Korean documentary that Brother Mikarab put us on deals with that uh, uh, psychosocial effect of the group. You know what I mean? But I just want to share this last little piece. I, I was stunned. You know, I know that the vampire shit come from the Cracker Beast. You know, I have conjecture that, you know, it's from them actually biting motherfuckers. And now we know uh, the Cynthians got down like that in battle, fighting butt naked, you know. But this is from <laughs> Secret Teachings of a Cracker Beast, Manly P. Hall. Hilarious. It says here, um... Differing widely from the elementals and also the incubus and the succubus is the vampire, which is defined by para um excuse me para uh as the astral body of a person either living or dead, usually the latter state. The vampire seeks to prolong existence upon the physical plane by robbing the life of the vital energies and misappropriating such energies to its own end. And he was from the Middle Ages, by the way. In his uh, De Ente Spirituale, Paracelsus, and that's spelled P-A-R-A-C-E-L-S-U-S, writes thus of these malignant beings. A healthy and pure person cannot be obsessed by them because such larvae or lava can only act upon men if the latter makes room for them in their minds. A healthy mind is a castle that cannot be invaded without the will of its master. But if they are allowed to enter, they excite the passions of men and women. They create a craving in them. They produce bad thoughts which act injuriously upon the brain. They sharpen the animal intellect and suffocate the moral sense. Evil spirits obsess only, excuse me, evil spirits, yeah, obsess only these human beings in whom the animal nature is predominating. Minds that are illuminated by the spirit of truth cannot be possessed. Only those who are habitually guided by their own lower impulses may become subjects to their influences. That's bizarre. Cracker Beast is a goddamn monster. And then they go into how they actually did use garlic. Try to keep these vampires 
another black down. Let me see something real quick. Oh, sorry. I'm up here rolling and shit, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> shit is hysterical. Okay. Because of particular properties resulting from its pungency, the garlic plant was a powerful agent in transcendental magic. To this day, no better medium has been found for the treatment of obsession. Vampirism and certainly forms of insanity, especially those resulting from mediumship and the influences of the elemental lava, like what they call the succubus and the incubus, as well as the vampire, uh, respond immediately to the use of garlic. In the Middle Ages, its presence in a house was believed to ward off all evil powers. These damn cracker bees, show. Just do me a favor. Can you go back a, a little bit ways when you said something about um, they go, like they lose sense of their own morality, like the moral part, the moral side of their psyche goes out the fucking window. Okay, I say, it says, um, you said the moral shit. Where was that at? Okay. Evil spirits... Okay, I got it right there. Let me see how far up I'm going to go with that. Uh, okay. A healthy mind is a castle that cannot be invaded without the will of its master. But if they are allowed to enter, they excite the passions of men and women. They create cravings in them. They produce bad thoughts, which are act injuriously upon the brain. They sharpen the animal intellect and suffocate the moral sense. Evil spirits obsess only those human beings in whom the animal nature is predominant. So we we already know the cracker beast is not human. Oh, hold on one moment. Let me see something real quick. Black Power. Hey, Black Power, Brother Bourne. This is Brother Nahissi. I was just sitting back listening, sir. Alright, alright. Now I was I was looking for Brother Unk to come in because he he gave me a hit. I'm waiting for him to slide on in. I thought that was you, but um, you know we'll open you back up. But uh, no, I'll leave you open. Matter of fact, you can just put your line on mute if you got something to add on. You know you're welcome to. Every people I've seen them come in contact with, they always demonize the people that they're dealing with. When the Indians, they were savages. Africans, they were savages. The, the Asians, they were savages. So it's like the only, you know what I'm saying, the only uh, morally sound individual is the European, and he had to civilize all within his realm. Even in a bullshit ass uh, uh, myth- mythological religion that manifests destiny, shit, we've been ordained to uh, everything is here for us to control and to be subjected by us. That shit is deep. When you peep that shit, and basically letting you know 
that there is no body that they really know, no thing, object, individual that they're bound to have to have any type of respect for us or to be dominated for their own personal benefit or for, divine, for their divine destiny. No reason with this they got a fucked up psyche. This this yeah. is just real. Yeah. Their very essence, man. You know, it's that it's that cave life, man. That's crazy. See, that's that's when they, they you know, that's they. And when we say that's in their nature, man, that's in their nature, man. They animalistic by nature. What's important here for us is 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 the circumstances in which that produced it anything. Because the circumstances, you know, you can have something that you you know, let's use they let's use they talk for a minute. You can have let's use they talk for a minute. You can have something that could be so called ordained. Mm-hmm. But the circumstances in which that which produced the so called ordained can spoil that, right? Would you agree to that type of logic? I'll say it again. You can have something that can be so-called ordained. And when I say ordained, that fits the characteristics of a so-called culture, right? Yeah. But if the so-called ordained are, if it or he or she is produced in a certain situation or circumstance, it won't fit the characteristics of that. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, 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 true. Well, what if, how, how, what's my base for that for that observation? Because it's just an observation I just made. Uh, everybody has an indigenous culture except Europeans. The biggest lie is hiding European culture. It's as short as the lifespan is on it. There has to be there has to be uh, the focus has to be on in everyone else's culture. Because to be, be to be blunt with it, my nigga, European culture is based on savagery. That's it. We can I can prove that now. Because the only famous pe- the only famous people that are are, are 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 ordained or who are held to highlight European history are conquerors and killers. Mm-hmm. I say. Rudolph, won't you got our play tonight? <laughs> What would this type of year be like? See, we, we African people, we are, you know, we are solar people. We are people who lived our life. Africa, when you take, this is, let's let's do some geography because a lot of niggas don't like geography. Let's, do, let's go to geography for a minute, you know. When you look at how the earth rotates and when you look at where Amara hits it and the focus on the equator is, the continent that soaks up the most of the equator is Africa. Okay, what do you niggas say? So there's 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 a uh adaptation that comes with that. Uh, uh John Henry Clark gave the best the best basic way to observe it. We are the sun people. Europeans are the ice people. Arabs are the sand people. We re- we reflect the sentiment of the sun that which produced us. And Europeans reflect that cold-hearted temperament in which they produce them, as do the Arabs. 
what both the Arabs and the Europeans have in common is that the environment that produced them has not been forthcoming or fruitful or producible, meaning they've always had, uh, 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 and I dare, I'm going to put this out here, I dare nigga to even try to come with it. Europeans and Arabs have always had social programs and they savagery to maintain populations for, 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 for food purposes. Because Africa is so fruitful. We've never had any culture where you can study and see what Africans had to, and I'm using Frank language too, had to kill mommy, daddy, eat mommy and daddy. This is what this is what this is what the archaeological record is showing in Arapoco, Spain, regarding Neanderthal behavior. You see what I'm saying? And you know, sister Camille just mentioned that how uh, she just read how that's what they were doing. They were killing the old. Who was that? The Isidonians. Uh, give me one moment to crack that open. Well, how that's, that's what they that's what they sound was. Ashe, uh, the Padians, he said, used to eat their dead, while the Isidonians will kill and eat all those who were very, very ill or approaching uh, sen- senility. Mm-hmm. So that's me old. And we got the Germans practicing in the open in 1648 after the 30-year war. Children, nuns, and old people were caught and eaten. Now, Brother Mikarai, what's the, what's the, all right, Brother Mikarai, give us a date on, on, on Neanderthal in Spain. That's a contention right there within itself. Uh, all right. Well, what's the early, what's the, not the, what's the, what's the earliest? For Neanderthal? Yeah, in, in Spain. Uh, pretending to what fossil record? I'm, I'm saying, no, I'm just trying to get a general, uh, really, I just want to get a general roundabout um, number so I can see how long we got a continuance of them, of, of them eating, of them being cannibals. Out of Porco, Spain, we're talking about the Monasterian period. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a contention within itself. Why am I saying that? Because what they're using there is they're trying to say, see, El Porco, Spain, that's a law, that's one of the deepest stratigraphies for Europeans. But I have an issue with it because you got mixed fossil records. South France ain't just, see, one one of the issues is that they're saying the Neanderthals were the first to bury their dead. When we just talk right now that they were worth eating, they did, right? Yeah. You can go to any textbook right now, and they're going to show you a fucking drawing of a Neanderthal burying their dead with some fucking flowers. When the fossil record shows that there is not one tomb, there is not one cemetery with a full Neanderthal skeleton. I mean, they find a jaw here. They find pieces of, of, of without, in my, my observation, so that they find pieces of human anatomy that were, were edible. 
that you couldn't eat. Or, you know what I mean? And, and, and from the cut mark, these motherfuckers were still playing with rocks, you know? Mm-hmm. But they being butchered, that was their culture. That was their culture. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and what you're saying, that, that, that'll be, that's, y'all. And see, you know what, and you said that you, you got a contention with, the, with that time period. You know, the, the, the period runs from 600,000 to 40,000. Which that's a long ass period right there. You got you, and you got modern humans over there. But, but that's the we able. This is this how I look at it, brother boy. We able to. I'm able to distinctly know that those are Neanderthals based off their DNA coalition of bones. Remember, remember I told earlier. I said that they can. The Neanderthal has so much. You know, they were they, the cannibalism was in their DNA, and they they were eating so much of it that there's a large percentage of their DNA that can show that shit. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you got modern humans. Those, when they say modern humans, that's Africans. See, that's what people don't want. The time, okay, you have a large period of if you if, if, this how it stands out. When Neanderthals are out there, modern humans come out there. But when the when you look at and then they tell you that they they. They mixed and so forth. But what the fossil records show is the Africans were way out there. And then these Neanderthals popped up. And when these Neanderthals pop up, they bones ain't in the same areas. You understand what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden... The modern uh, uh, Europeans is supposedly to pop up. The Neanderthal is the, is is still now is the white man, y'all. We didn't mix and all that shit. The white man is the Neanderthal right now. And whole culture, what they say, they raped their way into evolution. Only the white man is the only motherfucker who's evolved. I'm gonna use Unk's terminology. Meaning, he was the only primitive motherfucker on the planet. This is the fossil record is showing. This is what the fossil record is showing. Because if you go back, let's 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 go back to the progression of so-called hominids. Right? When we go to the progression of so-called hominids, the motherfucking fallacy is Homo erectus. They had to create Homo erectus. And the, and when you look at there's no break in the certificate there's no break in Africans in African fossil record. The problem is don't look at African fossil record to prove our existence. Look at when they popped up on the scene. What is the oldest this homework assignment? What's the oldest homework records outside of Africa? Then when you look at that when when you look at the oldest homework records outside of Africa. What did Homo erectus evolve into? And what was the oldest one of that outside of Africa? You gonna start putting? You gonna start? Oh hell no! They late. See the problem is even if they, even if even if you say we're all the same, there's still a problem. The time. We got two hundred thousand years of walking upright with this mind on these people. These motherfuckers. 
Y'all understand the point I'm making when I say that? Mm-hmm. I check. Even if, even if you tit everybody black, there's still a problem. There's still a problem. Because there's still an original stock of African that's just, that, that's, see, this motherfucker's ain't saying, that it has a DNA strand that's distinctly, characteristically, that's old. CDC, there's a Kels 22 to this shit. On one hand, they say, okay, when you look at genetics, okay, yeah, we are dominant. And we, we Europeans are recessive. But you can make, you, you can, you can, like, I'm going to use the Malcolm X analogy. You can uh, lighten up coffee and make it weak, right? Okay. That's what Europeans have mastered on this planet. And they're able to draw out that. That that savagery that they've put, they they make sure they mix blood with everybody, and they blood is savagery. You see what I'm saying? And and the areas they got they the, the most of their DNA they have the most social problems, have the most war torn areas. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Let me see something real quick. Hold on. Hello? Black Power. Black African Power. Black Power, what's going on? What's up with you? What's up, man, Carol? What's up, boy? What's up, sis? Great, my boy, what's good? Black Power, brother. How you doing? Like y'all was going in, man. Like power was on y'all mind tonight. On y'all mind tonight, man. Going over some of this. Um, I know y'all cooking the slaughterhouse. Oh yeah, you know that. But you know, going over with the shield. <laughs> <laughs> y'all coming with your shield and shit. Your boots are already tied up tight. <laughs> shit, don't come in this motherfucker with your boots untied. That's why I like this motherfucker, yo. Yeah, whenever I'm getting ready to go up to New York, y'all like to make a couple of appearances here, yo. Keep me motherfucking razor sharp. Yeah, you know, we don't understand. This ain't the place where you go to the yard with the slippers on. No. <laughs> Flip flops on this shit. Because we here and, and we just here. We ready to go. We're on standby. 
know what I'm saying? But when you deal with your African centered brothers, man, it's just love and it's just practice. Because if you ain't hard on them, yo, any outside force, yo, can smack them up. You know what I'm saying? I think right now we got a pretty tight group where the outside niggas with the corny-ass religions don't got a chance, yo. So when you see us going back and forth, you know what I'm saying, Seti and all that, man, that just be really just, just practice. You know, like, a nigga got to practice to keep his shit tight, yo. You know, when you see us shooting up Shaka Book, it's just practice because them Hebrews would have did it. You know what I'm saying? All those aside, it definitely did it to the nigga because he, I mean, he know he wrong writing a whole book without references and resources. Come on, man. Come on, dude. He wide open. And the fact that the Hebrews could never see it is, is crazy. Then think about it. The niggas ain't got no reference in their damn book. They ain't got no footnotes in their book. So, you know. Yeah, but that, that Armageddon getting conference, man, it's going to be good, man. Going with the information. That's what it is, man. So, you know, I'm waiting for y'all to tighten up y'all PowerPoint, yo, and jump onto the fray, yo, and see, see how it comes. But, like, you think you're kind of ready there, Minkara? I see you out in the field. Wait for you to bring some of that. Sister, sister, go hard. You know what I'm saying? You <laughs> go real hard, yo. Ain't ready for you. Y'all ain't ready for that, man. Y'all ain't ready for that, man. Cause... Nigga, please, nigga. You know we built for it, yo. I ain't right, ready. One thing y'all do know. F-O-G. I don't think the stage built for you know what I'm saying. Can I, can I, can I get into the I, question asking, uh, Brother Bourne? Is this your question, sir? Yeah. Oh, all right, then. That's Brother Mickerel. Go ahead, because, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. That's I can right to the question asking, because I want to have, Brother, Brother, uh, man, I wish, well, you, you know, well on your, you know, your comedic Carmen again, man. You know, if anything, man, you know, look at this as being just an interview, you know, going into your mind, you know, trying to see what y'all trying to bring at this so-called event and whatnot. You know, I really want to talk to Polite, but, you know, if in the future, if that comes its way, you know, hey, man, say, let it, you know, let it happen. But please define to me, what is a comedic Armageddon? I don't, I don't fucking know, nigga. Shit, I didn't make the title. Well, they just sitting around joking, talking shit. I mean, that, uh, you're supposed to be in a comedic conference. So to throw some okay. excitement in it, you know, you do the Armageddon shit there. You know, Armageddon, you know where that comes from, this war. But you can't really have war on your side where you can give up everybody already so everybody got beat the fuck up. So now ain't nothing for us to do but practice on each other. To keep sharp. That's all it is, yo. It ain't nothing but love at the end of the day, man. And you know, like I know, man, Carol, you can't write no book and not have no fucking references, yo. And no fucking page numbers. See, that's out of right. We're going we to get into that. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. Um, who is in charge? Or who or who was, uh, you know, the author of the so-called title for the event? I think it, it wasn't even sound that. I think it was, I'm not quite sure, yo. Mm, I'm not sure. Hold okay, that, well, hold that, hold that, hold that. Please for um for the uh, experience of the, of the interview, please um, everybody uh, fall back and you know and allow it to go through smoothly without Brother Mikara. Yes, please, please, Brother Bourne, if you could work that, work that, um, work the call. In. If I, I, you know, I know uh, we've been doing it. You know, I've been doing it for a while now, so you know, I'll just get about ten, fifteen minutes of my nigga right quick, and you know, 
you know. Want to ask some questions, you know. Got it. You got it. You got it. No. Awesome. My line, please. Huh? Can you mute my line, please? All right. I will. I will. I, I got it. I got that. All right. All right. All right. We'll go to everybody and we'll go down. I might have to mute mine. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, all right. Can y'all hear me? You loud and clear. You loud and clear. Oh, okay. Go ahead. I missed the question. Go ahead, Mr. Ross. Okay. You, um, when I asked you about the comedic arm again, Tyler, you had said that you, you know, you didn't, you weren't, you know, you, you thought the Tyler was going to be something else. So my question then was, who, 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 who had the final say in what the title was going to be for the event, brother? I think I think probably so. That's his event. Yeah, I mean, December the final event of the year, you know. So he got control in fact over that. And if I give him an event in Atlanta, then I got control over that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I thought it was kind of crazy. I mean, but you know, he just wanted to make it sound exciting. I don't know, nigga, shit. I don't think it was nothing really to it. I mean, build a little excitement, yo. You know, we all like a little bit exciting, but y'all just a little bit different, man. Y'all a little bit. You know, y'all shit, man. Y'all right there in the trenches, man. So y'all might not like that type shit. So I get it. You know what I'm saying? But damn shame, the majority of our people, yo, got to have something exciting, yo, to keep them. You know what I'm saying, yo? But everybody can't be out there, yo. That's why I like y'all show, man. I tell everybody, you want a good show? You know, go fuck with the feet on the ground, man. You know, that's one place I can go where they don't agree with every goddamn thing I'm saying. And I can figure out if I'm right or wrong or not. Yo, that's why I fucks with it. The action platform. So no, that that name might not be appropriate because it makes it seem like we fighting each other. Well, what the fuck? Oh no, 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 I didn't want, I didn't want, I didn't want that to, you know, I didn't want that to, you know, be, you know. I was just asking the question, you know, regarding, you know, titles are very important. So I just wanted to know, you know, you know, uh, the theme that you're setting for your event. You know, most times when we have events, you have the theme. So you know, it goes beyond the entertainment. I understand entertainment also as well, but you know, I'm just mm-hmm. going with the. Conversation. So, you know, I don't want you to be too defensive. I'm just asking questions. You feel me? Right. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. I ain't no. Now, you, know, you mentioned good. earlier. You mentioned earlier. Um, the book. The, going to that. Going to that. What's the contention you have? Uh, is, is, you're questioning soccer scholarship at this event. Is that what you're saying, brother? Right. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Go on to that, brother. Go on to that. Go on to that. Because I, I don't know nothing about the, his, his book. Can y'all hear me? Y'all hear me? Loud and clear, brother. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, about the book. Yeah, question the scholarship, man. Uh, with a book like that, I mean, you, you, it could be just a little fun book. But I'm thinking, let me give you a good example. Like, I love archaeology, right? But you, you shot me some pictures with you in the field, correct? Right, right, right. But let's get to let's you know. I am listening to me. I'm I'm getting. I'm making the point. Listen, I don't know about his book. I don't know about his book. So what's the title of his book? No. For the family who don't know, I don't know the fucking title of his book, man. I got it. I still don't understand. It's called the Kodak Game Over, right? But let me, let me give you the point I want to make right here, right? Like you know what I'm saying? I've been on a couple of digs. Nothing real serious, right? But I don't walk around here acting like I'm a motherfucking archaeologist supreme. So whenever you come around, I defer to you based off your field work and school work on that. So, so you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't act like I'm something that I'm really not. Now, I study the field, right? 
but but I'm not in the field, and that is a big fucking difference. Now, Shaka, this nigga act like, you know what I'm saying, he really into the meta nature, and, and he really not. And he walked around with his chest stuck out like the fucking book was bulletproof and like it was a scholarly work. It never wasn't. If he just kept it as just a book, a pamphlet, and did it like that, then okay, then then that's cool. But when you jump out there and talk shit and then and then talk shit to niggas that's supposed to be in your motherfucking uh quote unquote I wouldn't say circle, but your peer group like that, then then our eyebrows raise up and say, Hmm, well let me you know, let me check that. Let me see that. And then we we go see that, we see that it ain't really bulletproof, it ain't scholarly tight, ain't no references, ain't no sources, right? You you ain't got a, a you ain't got not one black motherfucking person in the motherfucking book. We supposed to be African centered. You use all fucking white people. See that's the rule. You can't use all white people. No one's saying you can't use them, but your whole book can't be using all white people because you got brothers, right? Now y'all might not think niggas can fuck with the meta nature, but I'm saying there's niggas that can fuck with the meta nature that you could easily source out on that. They could easily translate it, uh, all the text you needed, you know what I'm saying? You could have went there and seen what matched up as far as the Bible, but you didn't do it. And so wow. when we go into the motherfucker, we see that, that that ain't that work right there at all, and nigga, calm down and get better at what you do. Okay. This is my question. No more than y'all would do to me, no more than what y'all would do to a saw work or, or uh, a smash work. Right, right. It's not a no problem, doubt. dude. Don't nobody get mad at that. That nigga no got mad, though. No doubt. No, this is all this question. What, what, what went into even wanting to question his work? You know, why Shaka? Why Shaka's almost work? Why Why not, Um, you know, whoever's right? Why not Polite? Polite ain't stick his chest out there yet. All this motherfucking books. He said he wrote 90 books. He ain't said he had the foremost authority work on shit. You know what I'm saying? So he get a pass on that. I'm not even really concerned about his book. But when you hold that motherfucker one book up. Shaka said he had the foremost authority? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yo. The the, the Kodak's game over. It's over with. Once you read this book, you'll know that they plagiarized the Bible. Matter of fact, I don't even like the fact that you're trying to even act like that our ancestors even wrote anything remotely close to a dumbass Bible. Because the shit is dumb. Okay. It's freak shit. It's my next question. It's my next question, right? Because you know we got our, you know we got our issues, over, but I still, I, you know, I, I personally, I, you know, I ain't been to New York and so forth like that. But I fucked with Shaka Armor. He seemed to be so much, you know, he read and he seemed to be so much African. And this brings me to my next question. Um, with all this, he ain't on your level, man, bro. He ain't on your level, yo. Right, 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 right. But this, this, this ain't about me. This about, this about you know you and the upcoming event. So, uh. With with all the heat, you know what I'm saying, that's been going on with you and the Hebrews, you know, and you, you know, being like atheist, I got I got I got to bring it up, bro, because you you know used to get on Solomon. Solomon used to rock with us, you know. You familiar with Solomon? We had to shake him, but uh, actually he shook us. He's still on the religious of perversions, but you, still, you know, you still got brothers in your camp who still with the religious of perversions. So how do you? Draw the line, or where's the law? Where's the line get drawn between them brothers and the Hebrews? And, and why the Hebrews? You talking about Ish? I'm talking about Ish and Ngozi. Nah, Ngozi be fucking with y'all niggas, yo. Don't, 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 don't Ngozi come in and say that. Lord. Nah. He'll hear Muslim. Nah, he ain't no Muslim. Ngozi ain't no Muslim. Nah, he a vice lord. He a vice lord. 
don't know what he is about that. That, that, that. That's what I'm saying. He's not no Muslim. He got to be a Muslim. He riding on the five. He a Muslim. If he a G, if he a vice, if he a VL, he riding on the five. That's the star. He got to know all oh, vice lords. Got to know all. You don't even know this. I'm putting it on the air. All vice lords have to know Al Fatiha by heart. You know what Al Fatiha is? Yeah. Uh huh. So that was it. The Muslim. So he he's so he'll never sure. talk. He he riding the five. Sure. G riding the six. The GD's running the the, the the Masonic star. So, where do you draw the line at? How is he different? That nigga don't wear it on his chest, whatever it is he's doing. You feel me? <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> I mean, like, at the end of the day, nigga, I'm not, you know, I'm a real black atheist. I don't believe in shit. And I can't expect the niggas around me to be, to be where I'm at in, in their development. I mean, that shit is totally different. I mean, like, if I can't see each other to smell it, it, it ain't, it ain't, I don't even fuck with it because I already know. I got, I got babies to feed. You know what I'm saying? So I, I know for me, but that's, that's for me. You know what I'm saying? But I don't get mad if a nigga have, have a belief or something, but you just can't, you can't start hitting with the Islam. Like, 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 even if he goes, he wasn't Muslim, he can't, we can't have that conversation where we battling back and forth or whether Allah is real or not. Like, come on, dude. What type of shit is that? And man, it's don't do that. It's don't fuck around. And, and, and it's no. When it's time to bang on the Muslims, he, gonna, he, he bangs on the Muslims because it's African first. He got enough sense to know that niggas in Africa predate the Islam. You know what I mean? So, so, so that works out pretty well. Whereas though, Solomon, this nigga, be seriously trying to fight a nigga with the Islam. I'm like, dude, come on, yo. You, you read too much. You been around niggas that's too smart. Anybody that hang around with y'all niggas supposed to already know, yo. Come on, dude. You can see the way the sister bang the fuck out. She don't bang out like no regular motherfucking sister. She bang out like she there, you know? She know what it is. You know what I'm saying? She, she know what it is. So, come on, man. Tell so, so was out of order with that shit. You know the gang gang he running with. Now, I feel I feel that regards to, regards to talking to some Muslim brothers. Because, you know, sometimes when you talk to some Muslim brothers, you know, they'll push their dean on you real tough. But... I'm, I understand what they're coming from from the dean. I get into more arguments with, okay, 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 okay. Like, like, remember way back when I was coming on the show, and niggas thought I was coming real divisive when I was getting on the Sumerian issue, and I was getting on the Sumerian issue because see, my contention be, I don't give a fuck about the dean. You can know history and still be a good. I respect your. I know where you're coming from when you're pushing the dean. You pushing morality. You pushing Islamic morality on me, and I don't need it, but I understand it. But in regards to the history. See, you don't have to push Dean on me, but you can still push the history on me, and I'll argue with you over that like you still caught up in that belief because niggas will think that shit like Mesopotamia. And listen to me, huh? listen to me. If you agree, if you agree with, if you agree with a lot of these, you know, the timelines of, of African people, you know, from Homo erectus all the way to Homo sapiens sapiens, and you know, you know, life started in Africa, you cannot support the idea that the first civilization was Mesopotamia. Look how far it is away from Africa. Yeah. That's that's what that is saying is that we were still living a jungle life and we, we were not civil and couldn't produce a civilization. That is the creation of their civilization. And and when you when you study that stratigraphy, when you no no the stratigraphy as well, but they had to mimic everything off of Egypt, even the names of certain cities. The quiche. 
Right? Yep. Look, look right now. Look right now. Brother Little posted a good artifact. I, I didn't have time to analyze it, but I knew the context where it was coming from. You know, I was working this shit. But they always find a Sumerian text or something of, 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 of that script in Egypt. Why Egypt? Because Egypt is real. People got to know that. But, that, that, you know, I'm, I'm in I'm going to get back to my question. But, hey, go ahead. Is Talita African? And how long has he been an African, brother? How long who's been in Africa? Polite. The what? P O L you know, light. How long light, light. been in Africa, yo? Yeah. Yeah, cause 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 the Nuwabi has been, you know, they've been more or less like a spiritual based group on morality like the nation. You know, they've been more or less on some religion type shit, you know what I mean, right? Oh, you say polite? Oh, fuck. Yeah, polite, um, polite, polite. Yeah. Um, all right. Shit, man. Let's do this. We can pick up where when your was in jail. Um, I don't even think polite actually uh, met Malachi yo. You know, I met Malachi yo. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Malachi yo wasn't my personal teacher, but but one of his uh, they called the Triad. Uh, Brother Bun, he was called the Triad, right? He was my personal teacher. Well, you know, every day I would get instruction from him at the bookstore. But I never got personal instruction from my Malachi York, you know what I'm saying? But I was around him, you know what I'm saying? I seen his swag. Right. You know what I mean? I seen, and so the last place he ended up was they was talking about, like, Africa. You know what I'm saying? I, so I came into school in the Wapo, and that's really the atheist school, to be honest with you. You want some real shit. No, no, no. Now you older, you older than you old. You were you you was one first like like that generation of the Nubians, you know, in regard to like how old you are and when it started and and, and polite being in it, you know, that's two different things. Am I correct? Yeah, polite. He came in after the after the teacher was was locked up. So he he, you know what I mean? The shit wasn't even together tight when he came in. You know what I mean? So when he came in, I think he got a chance to run like a bookstore or something like that. But, you know what I mean? Shit, man. Hell, he, that, man, when, when, when that teacher was home, yo, that swag was way the fuck up. Like, you just, you couldn't just come in like that and get it like that, yo. You know what I mean? Them niggas was like, like that shit was some, like, I couldn't get no motherfucking run. You want to get no nigga, what? Uh. Them niggas was tight with their shit, even though it was a lot of pseudoisms. It was some tight ass pseudoism shit. That's why when niggas start talking pseudo shit, I be laughing. Cause niggas ain't never seen how tight a pseudo nigga was. That nigga was tight. I'm telling you right the fuck now. And so polite, he coming at the end of it. He, you know what I mean? That's why he could come in, break away, and start his own school. He's saying how to do the books. He's saying how to do that. I mean, he learned a few things, yo, and then he was kind of smart himself. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah, you know, polite fucking with Africa. He he ain't, I don't think, he wasn't fucking with Africa as hard as I was back in the Nikki Love and Unk days, me, way back then when I was by wow. myself. Yeah, yo, you know what I mean? That's what, that's what you know when you're bro. Let me ask this question. Because, now, now, the information and the, the time that you put into you know, the Nawabians into the studies of, of Dr. Malakazi, you honestly believe that the youngster, you know, being in, you know, can, can be able to take the teachings that you studied under when he was free and could start his own program before you, you know, you, you, I think, you know, based off, I go, I go off time people spend into what they think is sincere to them, right? Right. Now, 
I don't. I'm not putting no judge or nothing. And just based off the time, the time frame. I know you know you 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 order me, um, so I'm like okay. The age, of, you know, the, the the politics and the social shit that was going on, and what you learned that shit was totally different. And I could see you gravitating toward that type of talk and learning and studying. It. And I couldn't see a youngster coming in after. I, you know, I could see him coming in after learning the teachings, but not coming in learning the teachings after the the, the the teachers been locked up, and then getting all, you know, becoming a supreme teacher, opening up their own institute. You know what I mean? So. Mm. Do you feel he could be successful at teaching the teachers that Dr. Malakazi, your based on your generation and his generation, you know, you know, before you could? I, I mean, hell, well, based off of the, the lane that was wide open after the teacher left, I mean, it was room for him to come in and do it like that, you know. And then he's smart, you know. He used he he uses words. He a wordsmith. He uses words well. You know how to put shit together. Idea is good. He learned some shit. That's what York could do. He just read his books and seen the, the, the lingo and the swag. You, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, Polite is real smart, careful with his words. He can't trap. You know, he's good at it to be young. You feel me? And then you put some cheese behind that shit, man. You know, it is what it is. But, you know, he, he's smarter than most niggas give him credit. And I'm going to tell you where he's really smart at. Yo, the nigga take care of his motherfucking family, yo. And see, that's where niggas got me fucked up. That's that's where I respect the nigga at. Where how you take care of your family when I'm around you and your family, yo? This nigga take his family with him, yo. He raised his family, yo, like Africans raised their motherfucking family, yo. That that's what I fuck with polite with. We you know we might go back and forth with some information and all that, but that's not where I get my respect at from the dude. I respect him from the way he raised his families. That's where I fuck with polite at, yo. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. Like you, been corrupt. See, I look at the little shit. Like you always around your nephews and them. You know what I'm saying? You making sure they, I mean, that's why I fuck with you, Mr. Rob. Because you're in the lives, you know what I'm saying, of the babies, yo. That's why I fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I look at the little shit. Because a nigga can be smart and, and memorize some shit, but you know, at the end of the day, how is that information manifested in you? So, you know, men polite might go back and forth, forth on some shit. And motherfuckers be like, well, why, unk? Him and Polite ain't banging, yo, because I respect the way he take care of his family, yo, as a man, yo. Can't can't do nothing but respect that, yo. I, that, I feel that. Now, yep. my grandma, my granny always told me this. She said, baby, when you do your good works and your good deeds, you don't tell nobody. And when you do, baby, that's when you get your, you get your reward right there. And I never understood mm-hmm. that. And, and, and when I got older, I understood, like, when you're doing no good deeds, my nigga, you just go about, you know. And when people oftentimes brag about what they're doing for other people, that's because yeah. they want you to know that about them, right? Mm. Now, real, no, real, real, real uh, game recognized game. You don't, you won't have to go through all that. A motherfucker would just have to fuck with you on a day, and they'll just see that. And sometimes when you see shit, and it's natural. You take it for what it is. Yeah. Unk, I, don't, Unk, I don't have to see you and see your people and know that you fuck with your people. I can hear about how you talk and what you choose to talk about. Yeah. That's real. That's game recognized game. But on to my next question, because I promised family I was going to take 15 minutes. And this is the good cop, bad cop scenario. But <laughs> so <laughs> that's just to me an awful <laughs> 
Because I, I don't want, you know, family got questions, uh, you know, and, 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 you know, this is also we going into yeah, questions we want to know. But also, you know, it's going to be fair. So, Black Power. Yeah, Black Power. Hell yeah. Look around. Yeah. That's your last question. You got one more question? I've got plenty of questions. I just. You know, it's right. 9 o'clock in Cali. You know, I was keeping it right on the time. I'm trying to organize with the time. You okay. know what I'm saying? So it's all even. So, you know, if people want to go in. But I, I got plenty of questions now, you know, for, you know, people want to, you know, if you ain't got no questions, I ask some more. No, 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 You know, me and Mr. Rob could be turning and cussing each other out in five minutes. Nah, that shit go in. Listen, listen, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was a good That was going real smooth. Hit that bump. That was a good cop. Hey. Hey, Unk, I had to stop. Hey, Unk, I had to learn to stop yelling. Because niggas need I start yelling. Niggas don't understand what I'm saying. So, you know, I'll be listening more than I talk. So, oftentimes, yeah. you know, let me, you know, let me, let me just let me just not yell and just, and just talk. And I can get a lot of points across. We can build because at the end of the day, you I'm got too much, to You got too much information, nigga. You in that field, nigga. You ain't got to yell at nobody. <laughs> Shit. You be surprised. Okay. That's a whole other discussion. But you should be surprised. All be right. surprised. Mm-hmm. With Black Power, mm-hmm. we're going we to move on from the good cop. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get some coffee. I'll be back. I'm going to get some coffee. Go get some coffee. Get your tea. <laughs> on, you got your, going on. But you got your seatbelt on. You know what I mean? But nah, nah. We... Black Power. <laughs> What's up? But um, I wanted to say this before we before we went off because um, something that you know I don't know if um, I don't know if Nunu plan or not, but he be saying he a secular Muslim. He say and he said and Goji said he was a secular Muslim. He said that once. I'm telling you, uh, and, and, and and you know I don't want to go and find it find the um, show that he said it on, but he done said that. Out of his mouth, and I'm like, yo, yeah, he, say that. yeah, he said that on a uh, on a uh, who you talking to the Hebrews? Yeah, I said he. Then he took a shahada with um. Right with here. Yeah. So I mean, but I if that nigga Muslim, yo, I'm fucking with him. I'm fucking with Muslims like I, that. I just know he said. I just, I just was saying. I just remember him saying it. And um, I'm yeah, gonna let Sister Camille come on in, and then I, I'll get my questions on the follow up. Uh, man, it's gonna be bad guy. Here we go. Um, Black Power. Um, I have to be real. I think that's hypocrisy on uh, your part with um Ngozi saying he's a secular Muslim. As you had mentioned, you know, you felt that Jaime should have dropped the Muslim shit for fucking with um feet on the ground. But well, one can say in reverse that one would think uh, Nunu, uh, Ngozi fucking with you, the black atheist, the real black atheist, that he would not be saying in 2015 that he's a secular Muslim. That's disturbing. He's talking shit, though. You can't believe everything a nigga say out of his mouth. That's well, he said it. The fact is he said it. He said it on a recorded show, and it, it is disturbing. You know, we're we trying to get our people um, away from the religions of perversion. 
So I, I don't know how you can be uh, black power or black African power and slash Muslim. <laughs> hey, that's something about, we can get in gold on the show, and that'd be a good-ass question to ask that. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah, I can get them on here now if you want me to. Really ask them that. I don't, I don't care how you flow with it. I, I'm just dealing with the hypocrisy upon which you're standing in relationship to him claiming to be a secular Muslim. That's quite offensive for those that are African-centered and know the damage that these fucking religions of perversions have done with us. Shit, I'd rather his motherfucking ass say he a Hebrew then. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Knowing what the fucking Arabs did with that bullshit Islam upon our people in the motherland on some real shit. That's disgusting. Now, uh, Brother Ankh, I have to I've ask never, you, you know. I never, heard him, I never heard him ever speak of the Quran. I never heard him talk about none of that shit. No, but you was with him on that show when he said that. So you heard that. You heard yeah, that. It was the reason why he said that. Uh, listen, I'm, we, I don't need you to do like the uh, religion of the per- perversions do and interpret some shit that was clearly, not, plainly spoken that anybody could comprehend. But, um. I want to say something to you because I was very disturbed by, um, but before I go there, um, when I was just studying, before I picked my head up out of my books and seeing that there were other people out here like myself, uh, watching your early videos, I really had a lot of respect for you. Mm-hmm. And I saw a video that you did not too long ago that, uh, fuck with my respect that I have for you. Mm, what was that video? I'm going to tell you right now. <clears throat> you made a statement about the elder mother goddess master teacher, Francis Cresswell-Sing, being pseudo when it came to melanin. Now, she was. I, she was. I ain't got That's no problem with you saying that. My problem was you gave no examples on where this... Um, Doctor, you know, she got her degree, uh, was pseudo when it came to melanin. And, and, and that's flagrant as far as I'm concerned. To throw that out there, uh, a, a master teacher okay. that has done some serious work uh, with behavioral sciences, uh, mm. psychological effects of the enemy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. And I'm, I'm going to tell you now, I haven't really gotten to her work yet because I'm doing what Dr. Clark said. I, I need to master the books I got first. Okay. All right? But you need to say, um, to make that kind of statement like that and not say where she was pseudo at is flagrant. And that's something that you need to apologize for and and then address. Like, if, if you know what I'm saying? If you're going to do that to uh, one of our greats like that, you need to come with evidence. She, she wasn't great in melanin, though. She was great in psychology. That, that wasn't a field study at all. Melanin is related to psycho, psychological behaviors. Very much so, she's dealing with the brain. She's going to get into melanin. I mean, the brain is encased in neuromelanin. So she's going to get into it. But you didn't yeah, but, cite but, where but she I was think... pseudo. You didn't cite where she was pseudo at. So that is flagrant. Would you not agree? I mean, that that's like somebody okay. coming out against you saying... You, I, I didn't come out against like that. I just made a statement, and I wouldn't want to do a whole work against the sister at all. Yeah, you, know, you shouldn't have made that statement without showing where she was pseudo, because we that did it on your show, We did it on your show, though. I didn't slander her. When you slander somebody, you lying. Remember, we did it on the feet on the ground show. 
No, I don't remember you. I don't remember you showing and proving how. uh, No, I do not. Maybe I wasn't listening in. But I don't recall where you showed and proved where this sister work was pseudo and related to melanin. Well, okay. So you want me to you you want me to throw the homework on that? Oh, you need to apologize for saying that since you didn't do that. Well, I did, and I know what melanin is. You did a video. You did a video. Showing where the great Francis Crest Welsing was pseudo when it came to melanin? No, and I didn't do a video saying, I didn't do a video, which I've made a statement on it, which is the truth. But you did well, make that statement in a video setting. So, considering the work, the monumental work that this sister has done, you know, trying to free us from the psychological damage of our indoctrination in this white racist society, she is old, that, don't you think? Yeah, but the melanin part, you know, Regardless, she is all that. If you're not going to show a video where she's pseudo at, then you shouldn't make that statement like that in video. Ah, but I don't want to do all that. I don't want to do that. One. Then don't make that statement then, King. Don't do a, sister, a master, a teacher like that, like that. Yeah, what happened? You might be right. You might be right on that. I ain't, I ain't come on, yo, you can't get me beat up. Well, that's something you would have to do, sis. Come on. No, because I'm I'm good when it comes to melanin. But since you felt that this master teacher was pseudo, and you said that, then you should have showed something to back up what you're saying because she is one of our master scholars out here. Like real is, she, is, she, is, she, is she a dermatologist? Oh, you got it. Oh, let's go. You just got it on the conversation. Is the sister a dermatologist? I don't know if she's a dermatologist, but I know she's a psychologist. Okay, she's a psychologist, so she understands cognitive thinking of how the human function, the functional behavior of human. But I'm talking about part of psychology how... is also studying the human brain. Yeah, yeah she's studying the human brain. Studying the human brain. You're studying the human brain. You are going to have to deal with melanin. You're going to have to deal with neuromelanin. You're going to have to deal with neuromelanin. Right, but neuromelanin is not the same thing as human melanin. No, no, you're going to have to deal with neuromelanin. It's just the brain. Hold on one second. And the point is that he said I that just, this sister, this master teacher, who mm-hmm. has her degree, was pseudo without showing right. where she was at. So that's not correct, right. in my opinion. Right, Queen. No, this is what I'm saying. Okay. Queen, well, I'm not asking you, you for what you're saying you, on that right now. I'm, I'm talking to Brother Ankh, no disrespect. Yeah, yeah, I just okay. I want to add on what Ankh said. I want to add on what You could come in after that. But right okay, now, well, I'm coming okay, in. I'm, I'm coming in. I'm talking to you. Brother, I'm talking to you. 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 I'm talking Okay. And that was with you going to the charlatan Farrakhan's sham of a march. Now, oh, no, no, no. hold on, let me, let me finish. First of all, you, you know, <laughs> I was proud of you when you rightfully called that bullshit out. And then I noticed you kind of eased up on it. I don't know if you got a phone call or not. I can't say. But for you to go to such a thing, right, um, I, I, I really find it's um, – Yo, it's straight up. It's, it's straight up disrespectful. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, to, it's disrespectful to 
to our people because to go to something of a known fucking black trader, right? A trader who at that march had the audacity to bring up one of the, well, she's an older woman now, but one of the 16-year-old girls that Elijah Muhammad impregnated that they called whores and prostitutes, right, that they, uh, when Malcolm addressed it when it was brought to him, he was dealing with the violation of the protocol of the Nation of Islam. Not what's in the Quran, not what's in the Bible, but the protocol of the Nation of Islam. And this man got death threats for standing up for them, at least four, that he knew of at that time, 16-year-old girls, which is statutory rape by the cracker beast law in this society. And for him to then bring them on the stage in 2015, brother, I needed a video from you on that. Then this motherfucker going to stand up there and give a false history of one of the world's greatest rapists and enslavers, Thomas Jefferson, and pretend that he was a liberator of African people. And what was so disturbing because you had young people there, young people there who, who might just be getting into history, and to think that they would think that Thomas Jefferson was a liberator and not the goddamn cracker beast monster that he was. It's beyond a disrespect right. to the ancestors that endured chattel slavery, to the ancestors that were slaves and had to build that fucking Washington Mall. And lastly, for that motherfucker to be pushing the Christian religion of perversion, Jesus, and all that shit. And, 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 and you didn't address it. And then they had the nerve to have a bizarre video of you and Polite with the motherfucking Cracker Beast Army, who was a, a few steps away from the, where the podium and, and, and they was having that little gathering of, of, of the bullshit. Cracker Let me beast, explain to you. Garnier, y'all standing in front of that you. shit like that. Man, the, the imagery you. that y'all sending is really fucked up. Now, let me explain to you what's going on. Let me give you my point. Let me, let me tell you what's really good here. First of all, I never even went to the motherfucking Million Man March. I never seen the podium. I went to the Smithsonian Museum that was there, right? I never made it no farther than on the out. You see, I'm military tactics right here, right? So I'm on the perimeter. Okay, on the fucking perimeter, you know what I'm saying? They got an armory, and they got their helicopters, and they got their guns and their rifles. That's where you see me at. That's where I spent my time at, looking at the weapons, you know what I'm saying, look, look, looking at what they got while niggas running around listening to Farrakhan marching. You, you feel me? But while we was marching and smacking, the white man was uh, clicking and fucking clacking. That's the reality of it, sis. And niggas wouldn't have known about it if Uncle wasn't dead. No, no, niggas don't need to know about it. That's the point. We, Dr. Clark said part of our problem as a people is that we've never dealt with black traders. And if all warrior men cannot do nothing else, you can at least isolate them. You going there, that imagery of you going there for a damn I wasn't black at trader fucks up the mind I wasn't of you. you. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Watch this. This is what you got to understand. I'm a businessman, too. Right? I gave out 20,000 flies, right? Right. And here's what we all missed today. Let me make this statement. I play chess around this motherfucker. And when you really sit down and think about it, who the fuck are we to even begin to think the Farrakhan was going to do anything that made some sense with those people that was out there? Okay? And I always got the saying, right? When you got an idea, right? You need to be the one to take care of that idea. 
And so we think if Farrakhan going to do something, the truth is y'all should have been there. We all should have been there. No, I'm we should have not been there. Dr. Clark, as he said after that first no, no, million no. man march, the motherfucker was a con, a fake, and he gave the history on this charlatan. In the name of Malcolm X and Dr. Khalid Muhammad, it was a disgrace for anybody that's African-centered to have their ass down there. I don't give a fuck what you're saying. I don't give a fuck about you being uh, a businessman. Right, okay. Because if that's the case, then you need to take your ass to any KKK rally. You know, if that's the case, when Sharpton had his bullshit, y'all need to be there too. We need to learn how to toe the fucking line. Yeah, you got No, I ain't towing no motherfucking line. I'm saying there was a million lonely-ass black people out there, yo, and I'm glad I mixed in with them family, yo. All right? I had the same feelings you had, sis, but I wasn't there to support motherfucking Farrakhan. I but the fact is, is that you did. Your being there is a symbol of support no matter how you try to twist it. No, it was not. No matter how you try to twist it. No, it wasn't. I wasn't supporting that bitch-ass nigga. You went to a march. You went to a march where they said all creeds oh, are invited, homosexual fags, and that's exactly I what was there. All creeds. There wasn't no million man march for black men. Sis, I never made yeah, it come to on, million man, man uh-huh. march. I keep saying it, yo. I don't know what the podium looked like. I never even seen Farrakhan. She's she not. She's not gonna. She's not gonna. She don't care. You know. You can't even. You can't even explain it. No, I don't deal with hypocrisy. Hold on, hold on, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Look, look, look. I'm saying, huh? You saying you wasn't there? No, I'm saying I was in the. Hold on, no, listen, right? No, no, listen, right? I understand you saying that you was on the perimeter, that you you went to the Smithsonian Museum on the same weekend that it was happening, so you just happened to be on the perimeter. But from the video, from how the video footage looked to everybody that's seeing it, it was. Y'all was in support of the Million Man March. Nah, we... y'all couldn't have thought that. But let's, you know what's funny? That, that's what I'm trying to explain to you, Born. Don't nobody go harder than me, yo. This hey, I Born. You, yo. Hey, Born, let me ask you a question. No, yo, come on, yo. Let me let me make this statement, though, yo. I, I got to finish this so so the listening audience on this tape can get really, really motherfucking clear. Yo, I feel the same way the sisters feel. I feel the same way y'all feel with that Scientology bullshit. But what I'm trying to tell you is, wasn't nobody, we the ones who were supposed to take the people where they wanted to go at, yo. That's what I realized, that damn, there's too many niggas here for us not to be there. For, for feet on the ground not to be there with they flies, getting people to feet on the ground. It was a missed fucking opportunity if you wasn't there. I never told nobody not to go. In my heart, my mind, I felt like it was supporting that. The same way you do shit, so I'm not going to lie. But I'm saying, but once I got there, I couldn't do nothing but feel the love about people who wasn't even listening to motherfucking Farrakhan. It was almost like they was there hoping somebody would come through that motherfucker. And we just so happened to be there, sis. I promise you this. No one was even supporting Farrakhan. Not even the million niggas that was there. Niggas was walking away. They weren't trying to hear that shit. So really, we should have been way more organized with a constructive plan to make sure they listen to your show, to make sure they listen to the Umrah Squad, to make sure they keep their fucking feet on the ground. I, I got it, sis. I mean, you know what I mean? I feel the way you feel. But when you've seen the babies out there, when you've seen black people in one area lost, you realize that if we don't fucking save them, who will? If feet on the ground don't save them, Mikara and Gozi, Asar, and Sarnetta, if we don't save them, who the fuck going to do it? We sit at the forefront of what we do right now. We couldn't leave. We could not be there with a million niggas there, yo. The one thing I do know, the nigga dumb as a motherfucker, but he could get a million niggas out there and get some money for the nation as long. But and you know why? And you know why? Because unlike, unlike Malcolm X, who stood out there and told the truth, 
like a real man do about the nation, the criminality of the nation, fucking with the Ku Klux Klan, just like Dr. John Henry Crocker, old man, blind, who could stand up there and tell the truth about this goddamn charlatan. That's the problem. We don't got enough real African men willing to hold the line and tell the truth. Like goddamn charlatan, that, like this motherfucker. This motherfucker's a murderer. Somebody else could come in. You say they wasn't listening, but we all know this. Overdose, you are paying Overdose, attention or not. Everything you hear is taken in and recorded in your damn brain. So them babies out there like that. You should have been there. about that rapist fucking monster. Who you know could get a million people there, Jefferson, Who you know? nobody correcting it. Let's you be ain't real. Hold on. Let's video be real. Can you get a million Nobody has. No, I know the only person who can do something like that is someone who has been ordained. He's been ordained, you know what I'm saying, as the black leader in time of trouble because there's been too much okay. Al Sharptongue and Jesse Jackass just wasn't doing the right <laughs> thing with calming niggas down. Niggas were still acting like they were going to go crazy. So we need this nigga to pump up justice or else, and or else, or else we're going to boycott Santa Claus, and we're going to fuck with Jesus. Now, <clears throat> back to the, um, I just wanted to, 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 to get a sister a second real quick, you know what I'm saying, and I just want to um, get to this point of the NOI and why it, it was so disturbing is because um, Polite put out a, a video, and I got people who was on the ground who brought back some word, and then after they brought back the word, I had to let them go because they were too excited about it. The fact that the new Black Panther Party, uh, the new Covenant, the Amin Rasqua, and the NOI would be making some type of pack, and that, that and that y'all fuck with them, and so y'all fuck with the NOI, because polite say we fuck with the NOI, we all the way in with this, and so I'm just finding. Oh no, nah, you made that up. Y'all just made that shit up. Yo. Let, let, let's get some clarity. Nigga. This up? Let's clarify this. New I'm, Covenant. I'm not making new... this up. Now he had a meeting. Nigga, I'm there, nigga, I know. Hey, so New Covenant and so the Black Panther Party. Now, I had the people who was there, too. Now, what did he say? No, nah, they wasn't there. <laughs> then they lined. They bring their motherfucking ass on the show. New Covenant and the New Black Panther Party. Nigga, <laughs> they hooked the fuck up. Unk was there to promote his motherfucking shoes. Oh, uh, I don't right, give right, a fuck right, about right, that right, shit. Right, Let's keep right, this right. shit real, nigga. Me and you live in the Hold up, nigga, I'm going to tell you this, maybe, maybe, maybe when she gave me that information, maybe she was feeling like because you was there and rocking with him that it, it felt like you was down with what he was saying. Because now his I person, think I gave out 20,000 flies. I don't know what the fuck. fuck, 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 fuck. Hold on, hold on, listen. But he says that he fucks with Dan O'Watt. This nigga, listen, man. This, the main problem is this. I'm going to tell you, man. That nigga, Pseudo. Whoever that's going to do, Pseudo. Hold on, listen, man. I'm going to tell you this. The main problem is that that's the problem is that what niggas don't like about white is this nigga, Pseudo, man. This nigga is, man, he he making books, copy and paste. He's doing the Malachi Z. York shit, man. Nigga got 100 books and it got, it got you know, 10 years, man. <laughs> 10 years. He got 100 books in 10 years, man. You know what I'm saying, man? This shit right Hold here is on, going ridiculous, what? man. Like, we, like, really disturbed by this, man, because he a jack of all trader, the master of nothing, man. Like, every time we turn around, he mastering a new thing, and now we see people rolling with him. And, like, I'm telling you, man, a lot of what he's doing looking disturbingly like Malachi Z. York, man. Disturbingly like that. And so that's my main problem is, like, I'm like, yo, 
I don't, I, I'm, I, do anybody else see this? Do anybody else see this? This is looking disturbing. I, look, hey, nobody, everybody, black people know get your money. That ain't nothing that black people don't know about is get your money. You know what I'm saying? Do that. Yeah, but, but boom, boom, boom. Here's my point. Don't you think we put solid scholarships on the ground, yo, on some real shit, yo? So then why y'all fucking with these pseudo-ass niggas, man? Fucking with who? Fucking with who? So now, so now, look, watch this. Me and him, we don't mix doctrine and information. He might be cool like y'all that ain't what we do. But I know scholarship-wise, he's definitely not cool. And the way that he's running this shit, man, it don't look good. It don't look good to a lot of, to a lot of people. He's not looking good. Looking like a pep name for life. Damn, like but that ain't shame. even. But if you gotta be there to know that, yo, like that ain't even that. Like that nigga ain't even getting money for the car. Like that. That ain't where he getting his bread from. We're not saying Shit. that. We're just saying that. I'm just saying that. Look, I'm not saying that he's pimping off for the community. I'm saying it. Yeah, but no, he not. The community ain't got no damn money, yo. Trust me, yo. If the community had money, yo, all the black shoes be gone. Everything that everybody sell be gone. Them niggas ain't got no money like that. We we gotta tap into other black African Americans on some real shit. Niggas ain't got. Come on, man. Country community only got but so much, yo. And I'm and, and, well, and got enough to keep these conferences going. See, it's, see, right? Man, you better get that shit on. Right? See what you can do. See, I I've seen this play before, right? Scientology ran the same play. Scientology ran the same play, right? You know what I mean? Mm. What you do is you dig in with entertainers. But what you keep is, Malachi Z. York did the same thing. He dug in with entertainers. But the thing is you got to have the people wrapped in the ideology. You got to have the people wrapped in the ideology because that's the only way you can But so what is the ideology, though? What what people are wrapped in like ideology? Up in the air. We don't tell the so, but that's why we're trying to get him on. We don't know what the fuck he's up to. But we see him on there. We just, like, see, that's what, the thing about it is that he's on a major big, uh, venue for what information come out, right? And he's out all the time. And so don't nobody know what the hell is going on. Nobody really knows. I don't know. Do you know? Man, that shit ain't a mystery. Yo, it's right there in front of your face, yo. That's what I'm saying. I don't know why you can't just look at what, I mean, come on, yo. It's polite, yo. That's all I got there. He got 90 books, yo. Anytime y'all want, y'all can buy one of his books. Oh, we done did that. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So then if y'all did that, that's my next point. That's my next point. Hold on. So then why don't you get him to come on the show to talk about his book that you bought and you read if you find something wrong with it? If that's the case, he won't have a problem with that. I've never brother, heard of him uh, like brother, that. Uh, brother, uh, I think his contention was more or less so. This problem, the reason why I asked it earlier was being that shock almost. If if this was my first book, second or third book, goddamn right, I'll be pushing that shit like harder than any niggas mixtape. But and and for so, for for a group of individuals to focus on my first or second book and to leave a niggas who wrote so-called 90 books, mm-hmm. tracked on the call for, that's, come on, bro. So, like, first of all, let's, let, let's get to the inside story. Y'all want the whole inside story? I'm up on Sarnetta couch, right? Said he come in the motherfucker. Y'all seen it. Fucking 
fucking uh, uh, crazy ass shock and start biting motherfucking steady ass. Like I ain't never seen before. I'm like, dude, let me finish my fucking presentation. Both of them niggas talking shit. I'm like, dude, let me finish my presentation. Wrong is two left feet. So then the camera not rolling. This nigga playing, call me a bitch. I say, call me a bitch again. First of all, I ain't let no motherfucking nigga call me no motherfucking bitch. So now you playing too motherfucking much. All right? And then you wage you motherfucking slick. So he do all that motherfucking shit. Shit y'all don't see. So yeah, nigga, I shot at that nigga book. Fuck that book. It's some bullshit ass book. Now, if polite do the same shit, then I'm going to shoot at nine years of motherfucking book. That's just for how I go around this motherfucker. Leave me the fuck alone, right? And we good. So we don't fuck with each other. If you niggas get out of line. So when, so when, so when uh, Steady starts talking about what niggas can't do and he to this and that, then all right, nigga, then let's see. So then I want to see. Hey, I've seen that That's video. I've seen that video. Hey, that was that video. Hey, that was that video. And you flew, you flew to Atlanta. You ain't even had that much time or nothing. You was going to go back home. And, and, and you couldn't even get your full presentation off of huh? Hey, why they do all that? Let, let me do my time. Everybody get to shine. I'm quiet as a mouse on shotgun shit. Now he's a fucking authority. He don't know shit about evolution. He don't know shit about none of that shit. He ain't even read a fucking Dr. Ben book talking that Dr. Ben shit. That's what getting niggas mad about him. Come on, dude. That's some bullshit right there. He way too over the motherfucking top for who he is. I can see Mickerball going way over the top. I can see Mickerball saying, well, you ain't qualified. I can take that from Mickerball, but I can't take that from that nigga. I can't take it. Trust me with that. So niggas know, if you ain't really that, stay the fuck out of my way. Leave me the fuck alone. I'm good. But you start pushing me, talking shit, fucking with me, then it's fucking on. And like the motherfucking uh, uh, crazy ass you two homeboys that got the dumb ass radio show, them niggas is out of fucking order. Two dumb ass doorknobs. Come on, man. Y'all know what it is. Y'all fuck with me for a minute and we're chill, all right? I'll fuck with y'all. We're chill. We don't stay on each other. Come on with that shit, man. We sharpen each other, we keep it moving. But I know y'all niggas fighting for fucking Africa, dude. Soccer man, that nigga way over the top of that shit sometimes with that book, dude. So he threw that shit in my face too many times, talked too much shit, and that shit got a little bit, all right, nigga. All right, okay, you want to shoot? All right, but I was just shot, warning shot, nigga. Shit, ain't nobody even really read the book. Damn, since he cussed that brown, then we're going to read the motherfucking book now. Come on, man. Man, for like, yo, we sit down, we talk like, man, yo, we good. We good. Hey, let the family know what video that is so they can check that out. It's, it's called Seti Challenges, Unk. And you're going to see Shaka, right, ass like I ain't never seen another man bite him off. Like, really, nigga? Like, I don't even like dudes to do that shit. Like, the only reason I fuck with y'all niggas is because if you think I'm wrong, you fucking say I'm wrong. You don't bite my motherfucking ass. That's why I fuck with feet on the ground. Fuck that shit. A nigga, we living in a world where we got too many niggas biting our ass. So I need to know what's good. I need to know when I'm out of order. That's fucking African right there. And nothing else. I might not agree with all the shit y'all are saying, but I agree. That's fucking African to check a nigga when you think he's wrong. And then, watch this. If a nigga, if you know you got a nigga, any cop a plea, you give him the back door out. 
Now, y'all figure that out. Come on, man. Shit. We all fighting for the same shit. And all of us should have been out there to fuck with a million black people. That's what I had to realize in my heart, that no matter how much I can stand Farrakhan bitch ass, right, this nigga got a million motherfuckers out there. And stand Farrakhan, motherfucking ass. I've been banging that nigga from day one. Can't stand this motherfucking ass. But this crazy ass nigga got a whole pile of niggas outside. And I be damn, yo. I'm glad I was at that motherfucker. Not at the joint, but on the perimeter to catch niggas and hit them with that RBG. Well, what's an RBG? What's that? Well, we got a radio show. Check this out. Come on now. Google this. Google Feet on the Ground. Google Amaral Squad. Google Dude. Y'all should have been out there doing the same shit. No, we should have not. Oh, and black power to all the family who did not go to that charlatan, known black trader, bullshit sham of a march. Black power to y'all for holding the line. No, nah, no, nah, we hold the line with the people, sis. And, and listen, and, and, and it sounds wild and twisted, but I promise you, sis, I feel the same way you did, yo. And hey, uh, can, I, can I say something? Yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead, Gozi. I'm sorry, brother. I hear somebody on my line. I was going to say, um, I feel what the sister's saying about support or whatever, and I know what you're saying too, aunt, but, I, you, know, we, you know, we know that Farrakhan artist is, you know, a slickster and a, and a murderer and all that, but if anybody on here got a cell phone or they got a computer, and they pay that racist bastard every month to keep their shit on. And then when you keep your shit on, you know how much lithium these Europeans steal from Africa and certain indigenous people countries to keep up with the technology and electrical currencies that we have, you know? You know how much, like, when you pay bills, do you know what you're really paying for in between? You support a system when you're paying out that bills just so you can talk on the phone and communicate. So and so did you when you went down to that. So did Uncle them when they went down to that march in Washington, D.C. and gave all them crackers that goddamn money. They did the same goddamn thing. And you know, I want to ask the family this question. What is worse? What is worse? We know how the enemy is. We know how the enemy is. We in a white race society. They have never ended. We in a slave society. Now, what is worse? We got people who are RBGs who got a little
So everybody giving money to the goddamn cracker who has to put on our neck in this racist fucking society. Exactly. Hold on. That's a red herring. That's why we don't want to move the conversation over to everybody and the people dying and lithium and all that. We want to keep the conversation where it's at. We don't want to move way over to this. No, 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 no. The reason why I brought that up, uh, brother, uh, 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 put on the ground, I brought that up because a lot of people are dying over the resources that we pay for to keep our cell phones on and use t- and build these pussy ass satellites. A lot of human beings are getting natural resources stolen from them to keep up with this shit, yo. If you knew where your dollar was going or the currency was going when you when you when you when you circulate the dollar incorporated America, you're paying for a lot of destructive shit. So what I'm trying to and I'm not saying you know you don't know none of us really know. But if you follow where the dollar's going, you're paying for a lot of destructive shit. So what I'm saying is that if I wanted to go there, and I think he did a good job to support black people, fuck Farrakhan, he went somewhere with a bunch of black people who's ignorant and don't know if they did, they'll be just like that powerful sister right there who's aware that Farrakhan is a con artist. But Unk went and got in contact with people, passed out flyers, and he enlightened a few people, yo. He did what he was supposed to do. He went amongst the blind, amongst the blind who want to support the devil or the blind to revise them. That's what he did. So, 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 so Brother Unk went out there and passed out flyers showing how Farrakhan is a goddamn murder and a black traitor. He went out there passing flyers showing how the nation of Islam got blood on their hand. He went out there passing flyers killing the religion of perversions like Christianity and Islam. And he, he did that. And then he made a video. I mean, he did, we did, undo the, the damage. Did before, uh, he, he did a, he did a video, and you before. did a video undoing the damage, the fucking lies that we, that bastard told there. He made up history. He made a uh-huh. fucking rapist, the world's greatest enslaver, one of the world's greatest enslavers, and rapist, Thomas Jefferson, into a motherfucking liberator of our people. He said that I shit. Mean, I mean, Farrakhan said a lot of stupid crap. That's not troubling to you? And I agree with you, Chris. That's not troubling to you? He also, he, 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 he he in the name of your African ancestors that endured cattle slavery, that's not troubling. I have a question. Go ahead, yo. Assalamu alaikum, brother. Assalamu alaikum, brother and girls. How you doing, brother? Wa alaikum salam. Peace to the God. What's good, yo? Oh, man. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Aki. Yes, sir. Being that you from the shot, being that you from the shot, under the five. That's how, right. you know, how, do you feel, how do you feel, you know, what Farrakhan is doing for the state of Chicago? Farrakhan ain't doing shit for Chicago. Farrakhan ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't fuck with Farrakhan. I mean, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the love two-piece freedom and justice, black and gold, never get old, vice lord act. We don't fuck with him. We already know what he about, yo. The moles or the stones in Chicago know what he about. If you part and partial and you demonstrate none of the act, we don't support that dude, yo. We know Farrakhan is a con artist. I agree with the sister 100%, yo. That man set his bitch ass up there and disrespected Malcolm X again. He tried to talk about all the wives of uh, Honorable Elijah Muhammad, and he also talked about if you're going to blame me for murdering Malcolm X, the person that was giving it, that was breathing his mouth to try to, you know, to try to get him, get him back. Whoa, that was, he was an FBI, CIA agent. He was saying that type of shit, basically like, so if we did. He said, yes, Muslims was up, to, up with it. But the FBI was involved. So what I'm saying is that I'm not knocking nothing that the sister is saying. I don't fuck with Farrakhan, bro. I don't fuck with him. I don't fuck with him at all. And I'm also aware of what the actions that Amara Squad did when we talked about Ishmael Allah, when he talked about the Scientology and the corruption of the nation of Islam. I mean, we already aware of that, yo. I'm not knocking what the sister's saying. But what I'm saying is, is that, like she said, 
you can't, I mean, I, I'm not going to get mad at Uncle going there because he, he still went out and reached out and talked to a, a bunch of people. Yeah, you know, I don't know what, what, what it, I don't know what he told them, but I know when he was there, he talked about, you know what I'm saying, the, the conquering of religion. That's what, you can't go, Uncle don't go nowhere without talking about religion, yo. So I'm sure he talked about Islam and Christianity and Bastard. The whole video wasn't even played out, yo. It wasn't. That's that bullshit. I mean, I mean, that's just a fact. But what I'm saying is that if, if, if a person don't get mad about Farrakhan, everybody in America should, should get mad about the shit that they're doing. You paying for cell phones to be on. You paying you know, a lot of motherfuckers in this RBG community on Section 8. They get food stamps and shit. I mean, cause all types of fucked up shit people doing. You feel me? It's hypocrisy. It's hypocrisy, yo. You can't be talking about, yeah, you know, you supporting this and you supporting that, but then the next day you worry about how, if your boss, gonna, if you're going to get in trouble at work, or if your boss got down and going to cut your hours. That's you crazy, must not, you must not, you must got a, a dissonance when it comes to the reality that we are in a slave society. That uh, our slavery, uh, course, our slavery uh, has uh, never uh, ended. No, so, no, no, so, no, 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 Some extent, though, 
that's you know that that could be your opinion because I want to ask you from a historical point. Why do you feel? Why do you? Why do you lean in that direction as you do? Why do I do who? Why do you lean in the direction you do regarding uh, things are going to get worse? You know, going to that. Why do you feel that way? And why do you feel um, that for us it's going to be that? Yeah, don't just give me. I feel. Oh, I, and I'm not I feel this good. You talk about okay. I feel that, uh, that it's not going to get better because I mean. People don't even know basic science. The niggas out here, I mean, we, we, we're we not ready. We're not ready. I mean, it's a few people that's ready, but they still not ready. You feel we don't even know how to, We don't even have unity. We're not even unified to circulate our own dollar investing in, 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 or invest in our own communities. We can't do it. It's too many niggas or Negroes who have integrated and merged with these foreign motherfuckers, yo. In order to get to him, you got to go through a whole lot of house niggas and other foreign groups before you even get to this cracker, yo. There is no unification. You know what I'm saying? You don't have no fucking land. You don't own no manufacturing company. You don't know military science. You don't know political science. I mean, it's just, I mean, you're, I mean, you're outnumbered. You know, you, you what, America is 60% white, 40% Hispanic. What I mean by Hispanic, you got Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, Mexicans. Only 30% of America is black. And, and, and half, of, and not half, but most of our warrior men are in jail. So what I'm saying is, yeah, if you measure it all up, how the fuck could you win? We, I mean, we see what they did. Like, when, for example, in Ferguson and St. Louis, yo, they started rioting and they started marching and they was out there for days. But they started bombing. They were throwing the motherfucking things at their ass. Started sending out all types of shit, yo. And now it's all over with, yo. What I'm saying is that... Let me, let me just finish, God. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me build with you because, you, you know, it's about building at the end of the day. Right? Yeah, yeah, let's get on some unity. Let's get on some unity. Let's get on some unity. In regards to military science... Are you aware that all of the head generals in the United States defense are all black? Of course. Are you also yeah. aware? Yeah. Let, me go to, let me go to the facts. Let me go to the facts. Yes. Uh, uh, in regards to, uh, do you know that in regards to economy, in the next 10 years, Africa will be the base for all science and technology. Are you also aware of yes. that? Yes. Yes. That's what, yes. That's where I'm going. That's why I'm about. Did you hear what I just said, brother? I said within the next ten years, I'm not. Did you see? You, listen to what I said. In the next ten years, I'm not going to be here. And yes, I am aware that all half of the military, the, the people that dealing with military science, are black, but they're not benefiting the black community. They work for white people. They married to white bitches. Period. Right. Now let's go now, 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 now. Now that we can agree on that, let's go to the source of that, and we can fight our work because this is not a new idea. Let's look at what Amos Wilson said. What happened during integration? We sent our children to their schools, and our children went to those white people's schools, and they became successful. And when they came back home, we didn't have infrastructure, the social infrastructure, to put their skills to practical use. So we told our children, you know what, stay, stay out there. You seem to be doing good, and we stayed out there. And we got housing out there, and we worked out there. And our enemies benefited not only from our economic wealth, from paying our rent and staying out there, but they also benefited from our intellectual knowledge that we gained and gave them at our jobs. And so we got, we, we, over the past 30 to 40 years after integration, we produced a system where the black family, where it was all down south, that had 20 to 18 babies, you know, was now spread all among the nation. I got cousins here and I got cousins there, but they all had the, individ- the individual integrationist mentality. Would you agree with that? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
Yeah. Hello? How, yeah, yeah, I agree with that, that produces brothers, that produces black generals who marry white women who don't even <laughs> identify with the black community, right? <laughs> yes, Mickey and Mickey you're coming to my conclusion. So how could you win? And you got you gotta go through all those house niggas before you get to that pink motherfucker, yo. Booker P. Washington said it's it's easier to raise a nation of strong children than it is to be parents. Hope is very important and dreaming is very important. But until it happens, yo, I don't see it. It's a great it's a great idea, but I don't see it, bro. I'm being honest with you. I can prove it. I can prove it. Okay. Everything what is today? What is today? Halloween. You got black parents who are out there trick-or-treating, indulging in European culture. Why? Dr. Brother Boyne spoke on it just a few minutes ago. Because one of the main ideas of European culture is forced integration, meaning if you don't participate in certain European activities, you then receive the label of being an outsider. What's wrong with him? He doesn't like this. And that, that, that indulges in European sphere. Because not to be a part of something is to what? Be against something. <laughs> now, you want to talk to me, brother, or I can bring the sister back in now? Let me. <laughs> Maybe you want to cooperate with uh, Brother Bourne. Are you there still, Brother Bourne? Can you translate for me what I'm saying? I'm talking with the microphone fucking muted. Maybe that's why y'all wasn't hearing me. But now his line dropped, but I think that's them back on. I think they should have heard you. I opened his mic back up. Okay, okay. Black Power, that's you out there? North Georgia, your line open. Oh, Brother Bourne, this is a brother in the history, man. I was just sitting back, brother. I'm sorry. Well, at least we agreed to the problem. I hope he come back on with the build, you know what I'm saying, because at the end of the day, the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, this is what we need to address, you know. And, and if you're not willing to fill the position, I've learned this in the past five years, it's about 10 to 20, 30, 40, 50 willing Africans who will. Black power. Black power. We'll give them some time to come back on the air. We've been productive. Oh, shit. My bad, brother. Hello. Um, Black Power, Biff Olier, similar. <laughs> yeah. uh, trying to get it in. Now, I was saying, I, y'all couldn't hear me, but I agree with some of the things Ngozi said, and I disagree with a lot of the things that he said. Um, you sound self-defeated, and when I say you sound self-defeated, I'm coming from a perspective that if you keep telling yourself that you can't and that things will never be accomplished and these goals will never be met, then you've already put it within yourself that you're not going to fight for Africa, stand for your people. Your mindset is to just go with the flow and try to be safe and keep your family safe and just 
be on the sidelines watching so you have a good story to tell. Um, and you also have that mind state. I hear from what you're saying, you can correct me if I'm wrong, with what we do have established now, and we'll always have those that will and those that don't, which means that you'll have those that stand on a square and you got those that will never even know that that square exists because they're comfortable being integrated with their enemy. So the part that I agree with that you said it's a whole lot of our own people that we'll have to go through, look at that as being collateral damage. Yes, there's going to be a lot of us that go. You know what I'm saying? But it's better to go to war with what you have and to move forward with the strengths of the people that you have than to just sit back and don't apply any force or any thought or any knowledge of science, no matter what branch that it comes from, being military or it being physical or spiritual or whatever realm you want to stick it in, you know what I'm saying? Something has to take place rather than nothing taking place at all. And if that's your mind state, it kind of seems like you're sounding like you're saying that we're forever going to be stagnant. People aren't going to do shit. And even those that will right now that seem to be strong in their position won't take to those positions. Everything is just a bunch of manifested, sounds good, uh, morality-boosting talk. But when it comes down to the real, ain't nobody really going to do shit. Now, I'm quite sure everybody here has had that thought. But to break the, the ice on that for me was to say we can't worry about everybody else and those that won't and, and, and the traitors that we have amongst ourselves. We have to identify who they are and make sure that we keep them on the outside so that they're not able to infiltrate us while we move forward. But to not have any action at all, nah, that, that, that's not going to happen. Just like you said, you got a plan to where you're planning on getting yourself to, I think we all have that plan. I'm not going to say what my plan is, and I'm not going to say where I'm going. But we all have a plan on moving somewhere, and none of us is going to get to that final end result without kicking some ass. Some of us might see that end result. Some of us won't. But it's not going to happen without any ass kicking and bloodshed. So we got to move with what we have. We can't worry about what we don't have. We'll get what we need in the process of moving and letting action move forward. I ain't going to spend too much time on this shit. Yeah. Ow. Uh-huh. Ashe, you know, I, I'm disturbed by his comments with those that I heard, you know, because I was yelling and carrying on, can't help it sometimes. Sorry to the family. But to say that, you know, uh, you got a few people reading books, like, that's a bad thing, you know. Nigga, that's what you did. If you feel that there's no hope for our people, why are you standing in front of them calling yourself teaching? What the fuck are you doing there? Is that pimping? I need, I need clarification. To say that we can't uh, call Unc out for the bullshit of going to that sham march, giving it, uh, uh, validating it by being there physically, you can't say that when you got a cell phone and when you when you drive a car and when you work uh, go to a job, nigga. That's what you do. So how you gonna say that? My problem with them is that they're not dealing with the reality that our enslavement has never ended. We are still in a slave fucking society. So of Boy. course 
you're going to be going, uh, 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 using shit that the cracker beast profited off of. He profited off oh, yeah. of us from the day, from day one when we got here. It ain't stopped because we in a slave fucking society. Queen, Ankh admitted why he went down there. He said he's a businessman. So when he said that his title was he's a businessman and that's what he went down there for, he's seen an opportunity and this is how he said it, a million people. But, you know, he looked at them as being sheep, which we know that there are a million of the walking dead mindless zombies. He went down there to get a million of that money. So the proper question that I will respect should have asked, um, No, hold up, family. The proper question that you should have asked him is that, okay, you went down there and you sold shoes to a million black people. I don't want to know how many you sold. I don't want to know how much money you made. But what did you go back to your home city of Atlanta and build for for, for your people off of whatever you made, no matter how big or how small? I don't care what you put in your pockets or how you get your money. You get it how you get it. But the whole fact is is that you went down there and you was there. No matter what your purpose for being there was, you was there. You shouldn't have been there at all. Well, listen, 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 no. Okay. I'm trying to tell you all this. Uh, you got to hold on with some of the comments. I don't know if my mic might not be loud enough. I might have to get it loud enough. But I got to hold on because they line dropped. I picked the other line up. It wasn't them. So I'm looking for the line to come back on. Because y'all making some very good points. And I don't want y'all to have to go over twice. I shake. shake. Well, Brother Bourne, uh, in, in the meantime, um, are the, is everybody on line line open? Because do they have questions? What do they think about what has transpired so far? I mean, I agree with some of the points. I disagree with some of the points. I think Heyru has a great question that we need to pose to them if his purpose was out there as a businessman, and he has stated on several occasions that the money made is going to go back into the community, and he has said hold them accountable to that, then this is the perfect platform to ask him that question since we are supposed to hold them accountable. And I also would like to know, since they're talking on the pseudo level, how they feel about Polite saying that his family are tomb keepers of the pyramids. That's how he was able to get access because his family are the fucking tomb keepers. I like to know about that. <laughs> Good question. Good question. <laughs> I thought like uh, man, just hearing them talk. I who y'all? Let them know who your family. Are. Let them know who y'all family. We can get back to your question. All right, no, that's the King Dondre, Dondre, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Oh, yeah, just hearing him speak, it's Brother Griffin, man. Just hearing him talk, like I hear, like, Rashir talking, like, they pretty much speaking, like, cultural economics as far as they're using the movement, you know what I'm saying, to get money. And I say that because I don't hear them saying nothing about um, specifically, like, sis was like, Dealing with, okay, if y'all was out there, y'all know Farrakhan is a traitor. 
Like, we all know that he's done some questionable things in the interest of our people. Why didn't y'all address any of them issues while you was out there? You see what I'm saying? If you at an event where you know you're dealing with an enemy of the people, then at some point you would have to speak against that person if you was out there for the benefit of your people. Because like you said, they blind and they following this cat. So you should have been out there, you know what I'm saying, with some type of propaganda to let your peoples know that this dude is a shyster. Then, on, as an alternative, if you want to join up with something that's RBG, here go my shit. You see what I'm saying? You can't just be there and just not be speaking about the issue at hand and then just say, I was there to enlighten people. Enlighten them about what? Like, and then, like, Brother Hyrule was just saying, nigga, you just said it. You was out, it was a, you're a businessman. So you pretty much was out there, you know what I'm saying, on the economic tip. And that, if you were there on that, that's cool. Just say that, though. Don't act like you want some African-centered shit when you was out there. On some on some economic shit, personal economics. That's cool. Just say that though. That's all I'm saying. But like like Sid's saying, they they keep throwing all of these uh, bullshit issues. Or you, you you got a car, you bought your car from a white man, you buy your gas. Is that like that's when you know a nigga is talking bullshit, and that that's 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 the end of the conversation. If you want some real shit, like I, we can go tit for tat all night long. That shit don't even mean nothing. But they're doing that shit to try to. Smear the issues, man. They ain't the real, real. Sis called them out. Y'all motherfuckers wasn't out there trying to try, try, trying to break, you know, break the holes. Cause niggas is out banging. You know what I'm saying, baby boy? Said he don't see no light for our peoples. Like we here, we're gonna die, nigga. We're gonna have to pretty much lock and load right here first. Even if it ain't necessarily on the military, militarily gonna have to take the economics from here and funnel it back to the motherland because. There's not a whole lot of economics going on over there. There's opportunities, but if you don't have no bread, you're not going to be able to capitalize on no shit when you go over there. So you're going to have to grind out here to get that bread and then take that bread and reinvest. Now, once you get over there, if you know some shit, it's people who are making money over there, but a lot of that money is already controlled. That's why I say global, you know what I mean, white global, uh, global supremacy, white racism, global supremacy. So just by going over there in itself don't mean you're going to be able to make a move. And them niggas got shit locked up over there, too. So you could just as easily go over there and fuck around and get white man could touch you over there like he could touch you over here. See what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? It's got to be a holistic type of movement. It can't be, oh, I'm getting out of here. Because I wanted to ask the motherfucker, have you ever been there? Because I've been there like nine, ten times. I just got back in August. And I've networked with people over there. So there has to most of them that's making bread over there are getting goods from here and taking it. I ain't going to say most of them, some of the ones that I know that's making money. They're getting goods from here and going over there and selling them at a markup. Mm-hmm. My man's just trying to put me on to it, and I'm like, bro, I don't want to just be pimping my people over here by bringing them worthless shit. I said, if I'm going to do that, I want to be able to bring them something that's going to benefit them. You know what I'm saying? Health-wise, mentally, physically, spiritually. And he said, listen, man, because a lot of them, you know, they buying ketchup, salad dressing. You know what I'm saying? Snacks, infamil, infamil and shit is big over there. So the women is going away from doing their natural uh, shit like breastfeeding and shit. They want, you know what I'm saying? If they see some shit like, like I said, the infamil, the formulas, now they want to they wanna bottle feed. And I'm like, he's like, man, if you bring that over here, you're going to make big bread. And I'm like, bro, I'm not trying to come over here and exploit my people to get money. That'll make me even worse than the man, the enemy himself. 
he was like, but bro, if you come over here trying to bring some healthy shit or some shit that could benefit our people, they don't necessarily want that shit, man. So you'll bring it. You ain't going to make no money because they ain't going to be hip to it. And I was like, man, well, then I have to find something that I can bring that's going to benefit them. I said, I can't come over. The ancestors ain't going to, that shit ain't going to even work for me. That's going to be putting bad energy out. So something bad going to happen to me. And the motherfuckers over there are hungry, too. So if you come over there thinking you're going to make money, motherfuckers just fuck around. You'll get licked over there. They got niggas that'll lick you over there and set you up and the whole nine. So if it turns into just about getting economics, it's going to turn into a massacre. It's going to be a black on black, and it's the white man still going to win. So it's got to be something that's African-centered from top, from top to bottom. No, you're right about that, brother, because um, I got family over We'll be over in Ghana, you know what I'm saying? So his son, he, he mm-hmm. tell me the same thing. He like, yo, they want everything from over here, no matter. But they only they they really basically look at the bad products. Because we was looking into shipping some clothes over here. You know what I mean? He was like, yo, you can go. He's like, you know what I mean? You do any type of clothes. He was like, yo, you know, any jeans from over here, whatever. He said, you send that over there, man. He said, it's automatic money because they don't want to buy it just because it came from out of America. Yeah. Just kind of backwards thinking too. I mean, if if African people go to Africa for the sole objective of making money or to capitalize off Africa uh, or resources, they're no better than Europeans are. That's, really, that's what's yeah. going on, man. But you also remember that they still colonize. Though it's also very hard to get passports for individuals who have. Uh, I mean, since nine eleven, it's hard to get. You know, you have to fit a lot of profile. You know backgrounds and so forth regarding social personalities. It go beyond customs where they say, you know, is your business here personal or business? You know what I'm saying? You know, the worst individual for Europeans is the social African. That's the best one. That means that's the best one for us. Meaning, if, if niggas is trying to go to Africa, we are, our success will more or less be on the social networking and influence in terms of how to build infrastructure and how to link infrastructure. You see what I'm saying? No doubt. I, I agree with that 100%. I, I just I was in Ghana in May. My queen is from Ghana, and I'm going back and at the end of the year. And I know just from my brief time there, the influence that I had, the networking that I did there, they, they're starving for a piece of the information we got. They they want to free their minds from the colonization they have. You gotta remember they're just getting basically free from their enslavement and getting access to certain information. They still they they still like trapped within that European structure. So as they are waking up, they're the social networking that they're starving up, that would be the biggest advantage of us going over there. Because they want to build, they want to do things with us, but we also got to remember we have to open up their minds too. They're in the worst, a lot of them are in worse states than the need to grow over here. I shake. I did a little joint with this cat over there on the music tip, man. I, like, that's the thing too. The hip hop and shit is pumping. The real hip hop shit is pumping over there. I, I made a nasty chapter with one of my cats, man. Kwabna, we go by a Jawad. Man, they over there, what's happening is, um, from what I'm seeing, though, it's just a lot of uh, motherfucking Africans that's in power over there exploiting the, 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 the average everyday citizens 
See, like the system already said, it's motherfuckers that are some of our people benefiting by keeping another sector of our people down. But those people we're going to have to be, get banged with in order to bring a dynamic that's going to take the yoke and the bondage off of the masses. So they got the gatekeepers there just like they got the gatekeepers here. Okay. That's where the real man, that's where the battle gonna come in at right there. But they living in a peaceful state as far as they got a lot of uh infrastructure socially that we don't have here. There's an argument over there, the um it's gonna be settled by the the, the morality of the social construct in place. Ain't going to be no all-out shooting. Ain't going to be no gangbanging and shit because they don't deal with each other like that. They still have a very African-centered way of interacting and, and communicating with each other. And that's the shit that I love over there. You're not just going to see no motherfucker just two niggas just really just scrapping in the street. They ain't going to let it happen. They're going to be like, whoa, 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 what's going on? You got a problem? What's your issue? I think can't in some hit. cases that's true, brother, but not in, not, um, not not as a whole. You can't say that. No, I mean, I they, they got the same, same, same <laughs> dynamics we got here, and in some cases it may be even worse, as you that know, brother said. We got a brother by the name of Anthony. I can't recall if he's from Ghana. He's a Peter Brown family member, all yeah. from Nigeria, and he spoke on the very same thing. Uh, the other brother just spoke on um, Dondre about the mental enslavement over there, and in some places being severe. You know, we, we, we are fortunate to have the master teachers that we've had on this soil. Now, they got some from over there now. Let's not forget Theophila Binga, uh, Shake Out the Diop just coming off the top, you know. Yeah. But they got the same colonial presence. They're under the same white supremacy that we are. In Nigeria, for example, skin lightning cream is, is, uh, is, is sold off the motherfucking shelf. Now, I'm exaggerating to being sold off the shelf, but it does a lot of well, I'm saying, so, but it, 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 there is a, a high demand for it, you yeah. know. They got yeah. the religions of perversions fucking them up, too. Mm-hmm. And, that's the, and that's the key that's right there, because I know, I know when my queen talks about Ghana, she mentions a lot about how the Muslim communities, how they ride around with the machetes and how they're lawless. And it's mostly the communities trapped under the religions of perversions that are reckless and don't have that traditional community love that you see in other places. It's, if the religion of perversion ain't prominent in the area, it's peaceful, you still have your elders who control the community where you don't have that senseless violence. As soon as you see the religions pop up, that's where all the nonsense starts. No doubt. I'm speaking in Ghana where, where I was at, where I've been, but... Um... You right, sis. They got some. They got some areas over there where you go in, and it gets greasy. It's going to be, you know what I'm saying, more. Uh, you know what I mean? It's going to get chaotic. It's going to Africa, get chaotic in certain areas. Africa is on the rise. See, you know why Europeans was fighting so hard over Africa is because they wanted it all to themselves. And see, anytime there's an opposition of competition that's put in position, you know what I'm saying? As my nigga was saying. Regarding Europeans, see the Chinese are are both both of them want something from Africa. But when you understand Africa has been the most conquered piece of land on the planet, 
in terms of people wanting resources and fighting and scrambling for, there have been more wars for African resources by non-Africans than any other. You, you, you see what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. by the, the the chip that they've been playing, for example, Ethiopia, Dr. Clark will be kind of proud of this, I think. The Ethiopia now has a successful railroad put in place. Now, they have to make it look good because when you when you look at Tesla Williams' book regarding them making sure Ethiopia was put in place because Ethiopia is the center of the capital for the African Union, if I'm not mistaken. So they have to make it look cohesive and make it look like change is coming. So they have to build infrastructure there. But by doing so, remember, there are radicals everywhere. The one thing Brother Ngozi, you know, have, you know, misconstrued and miscombobulated in his head is that just because like Sister Camille said, we're forced in, in the system to operate in the system just to survive. But that don't mean we have to agree with it. See, that's, that's, the, that's the human mind regarding the machine. If that was the case, we would all be machines. If we follow Ngozi's plan, we would all be machines, and the revolution would never took place. In fact, we wouldn't even be talking about revolution because we wouldn't be programmed to. Because it would be all over. You see what I'm saying? Just because... Human beings agree and go with certain shit don't mean they support certain shit. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Ashe, and I wish I could have said that as beautifully as you just did, Brother Nicaragua. Yeah. To me, it shows me an individual's character and his position, and that's a, a BB for Hodier. And a lot of people look down on those that just sit with their heads in a book. Okay, there's going to be a lot of us that choose that position where their strength is going to be knowledge or wisdom for whatever choice you want to give it or whatever uh, definement works for you, excuse me. But on that statement that he gave, I take it as if that's your position. Your position is of one to just obtain knowledge and for you to spread it out, whether if it's good or bad or if it's a form of rhetoric, but as far as from a military standpoint, as far as being combative on a physical level with the enemy, that you choose rather to flee from battle. So I take that as that being your position, and I don't fault you for that. Okay, play your position to where you're best fit. Stand on your African square from that position and don't let that knock you off of that. All right, I could accept that. But I can't accept an excuse for anybody, no matter who you are or what you represent, for going to something where you know that it's nothing but traitors there. And even if you give the over a million people that attended that event that are mindless zombies, that of being that of sheep, while you were there, there were things that were said and speakers who are allowed to speak to give some very damaging mental poisonous information to the people. Now, I understand you being one person or you being uh, a group by the hundreds or by the thousands that it's hard for you to get proper knowledge across to over a million people unless you have the platform to speak. But you were there and you let the people's minds be corrupted, tainted, and corrupted with fucked up information without giving them the proper information. So that's why I say you shouldn't have been there in the first place because you weren't part of the solution. You are part of the problem. I say. I say. 
And I just want to say for a record, uh, we don't know if a million uh, black people was there. You know what I'm saying? Because there was all kind of motherfucking people there. Well, then the thing is, too, okay, the line dropped. The niggas, see, they bailed out before the niggas could really get thoroughly grilled by either the rest of the guests or any of the motherfucking uh, uh, other callers on the line. Because, all right, why they didn't call back in and finish up? So it's like, okay, we said enough just to make sure that the niggas ain't smash us all the way out. We can still, you know what I'm saying, before, you know what I mean? So they tapped out, like, why they didn't call back in? If y'all out there, call back in. Because they, they was getting smashed up. Oh. But I'm saying it wasn't enough. So you could just, so really, because the argument was bullshit, because they threw so much bullshit out there. You know what I'm saying? We picking it apart now. They ain't here to go ahead and, and back up, you know what I mean, and speak for themselves. But they dipped out. They could have just called on back in, but some niggas ain't. Touch my browser. Let me see. Let me see. No, no, they ain't picked back up. No, that's why they bounce, brother. Because yeah, it ain't easy over that. here. Listen, hold on. Let me see what time, how much time that been. That's 30 minutes. It was on. Um, you, know, you know, something real simple, too. Has anyone, any of these opposing group size, so called conscious, leaders or whatever the fuck they want to call themselves. Has anyone put out a video saying anything against what was spoken on that fucking podium? Or has anyone no. just been talking about, oh, people was out there, it was a good thing, blah, blah. They oh. are letting this dude get away with saying, drop Santa and fuck with Jesus. No one is speaking against none of that shit. I haven't heard no one accept this show saying anything against him bringing out the the, the, the those those women talking about Malcolm and none of that shit. I have no one say none of that shit. Mm-hmm. Everyone is kissing their fucking ass like this was a good thing. Okay. And then people, though, they was talking shit on the show like, fuck Farrakhan, we don't fuck with that nigga. But do they make videos and post them shit saying that shit? Well, that was you my point to him. You know, where's your motherfucking hey. video? Where's your video on that shit? Where's our hey. video on that shit? Right. They say it kind of sends this message like, regardless of the background of the individual, you know, we should just be for it. And it's like, goddamn, we should have maintained some integrity. You know what I'm saying? We ain't doing that goddamn bad in regards to having to sacrifice truth for. See, this this the new normal. I think feet on the ground, we're gonna be pushing this shit real hard in the future. Goddamn me! And I'm looking at the moon that's half full and it's kind of orange burnt, but. You you cannot be talking truth and be politically correct in the same light. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Now, I'll say it again. You cannot be politically correct and be talking the same truth, or be in the in the in the on the side of truth. Nowadays, okay. it's, a, it's it's a contradiction. You see what I'm saying? I'm saying, and, and, and what, what, that's what bothers me, the hypocrisy, because as he mentioned Jaime and saying how Jaime should, uh, being with y'all brothers on feet on the ground, should have dropped that religion of perversion in Islam, why that don't apply to Ngozi fucking with you? Why that don't apply to Ishmael fucking with you? You the real black atheist. Hypocrisy. I kind of I wanted to get Ngozi's opinion on how on one show he can say that anyone who f- follows Muhammad and original Islam is psychotic and they, 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 they have mental issues but then at the same 
terms say he's a secular Muslim. I mean, that's a blatant contradiction. No, man, listen, you know, listen, when Linkawar came in and said, As-salamu alaykum, he said, alaykum salam. And then he hit me with alhamdulillah. I fucking, I had to mute my mouth. That was beautiful, Sutton. <laughs> and got him to mention that, you know, he, he acknowledged he's a viceroy. At, this is before he came on and Brother Minkara broke down how he got to. What you say? He he got to know that Muslim shit? What was the name you could call it, Brother Minkara? The VL. All VLs, everybody under the five, whether you were vice lord, whether you four corner us, we talking about Chicago culture. They were out under the five. You got fives and sixes. Sixes is GDs, VLs and fives. All five under the five. What's the five point star, y'all? It's the Muslims. It's Christians and Muslims. It's Muslims. That's what the five point star stands for. Stand for Islam. The Islam is star. And 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 when they gotta spit their lip, they gotta notice El Fatia. Yeah, the vice lords do. Not everybody who runs out of the five. But the VLs do. But the five is associated with Islam. Straight up and down. And they knew y'all niggas was gonna go at their fucking neck, bro. And they got out of there as quick as they could without being pulled the fuck up, bro. They already knew what it was. So you could tell the way dude Rob was talking, he he was waiting for the blitz in the beginning, but you lowered their guards, uh, Mechariah when he was just like, Yeah, you know, bullshit ready. And then, you know what I'm saying, sis came in, and you pulled her out, and you came back in. I had the more the, the more the dialogue went on, the more the motherfucker's position was back and forth flip flopping. Yeah, we know Farrakhan ain't shit. Fuck Farrakhan. Fuck, we know that was fucked up. He brought the babies up on the stage, and well, nigga ain't never spoke out against the nigga really. Like, you know what I'm saying? But we was there to get a million people. Huh? Yeah. They be listening to our shows. So they know mm-hmm. everything from every position that we're going to hit on from us. If they didn't know what was going to be the topic or on what grounds it, or even if they were going to be attacked. So they were just pretty much waiting to see what the attack was going to be or what you were going to ask them about to see what it was about. More than likely, they got eyes and ears still listening now. They told it to the slaughterhouse. You know what it is coming in here. Yeah, you know, they got they got they got people who who, who tune in. You know what I'm saying? Okay, that um, that's it. And you know, right now, man, you know that was um, we waited 30 minutes for him to come back. You know, we had a, a nice entertainment conversation. I don't want to put too much on the on on the line. You know what I mean? We want to make sure that this is held up for uh, a later date and time. You know we'll be able to get this back in. I don't. No doubt. I didn't even get to ask my question, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to apologize to the family for losing it. Over nah, it's cool. It's all G. It's all Ross. Just I want to know why does it take the whole entire Amin Ross squad? You know what I'm saying to attack the general? Why does it take your whole squad and then some other? 
fucking fairy fuck. Don't know where he came from. But y'all to build a strategic attack against one man. And I want to know why is it that the past two times dealing with an event with y'all was he sabotaged? So the same way that you complain about being sabotaged or having your time cut, you know what I'm saying? That could be the answer to speaking to you on the same format that that was done to the general twice already. To me, that showed a maladjusted ego. I heard it's about getting some paper, man. They said they're going to tear Shaka up, most book up. And uh, was like, you going to tear his book? Like, what part of his book you got a problem with? And he was like, man, it's just he ain't got no citations. He was like, well, what's the title of his book? He was like, man, I don't even know. That, that shit was crazy. You know what? This issue, they issue with each other is personal. That's personal beef. And instead of them just coming out and just dealing with whatever their personal differences is with each other, why decorate it around a bunch of WWE bullshit where y'all just going back and forth on bullshit? Because then when you do that, it looks like it is what it is, what we call you out on, Black Power for Dollars. Mm. We, we didn't even get to get around to that point. You know? yeah, well, I'm going to save my questions. I ain't going to put it on the air. Listen, yeah, that's all about this. I'm about to hold this up because we're going too far. I'm going to put this on Yeah, do you know he will be listening back because this mm-hmm. wasn't good for him. We're going to hold on. We're going to hold on. But we did have a we did have a backup topic just in case niggas snooped out early because <laughs> family is still out there trick or treating. I say I'm glad you brought that up because I want to ask y'all brothers this: in the Avenger movie, right? Um, Thor's brother was named Loki, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Want to share this with the family? The wolf is usually associated with the principle of evil, dealing with cracker beast mythology and shit, because of the, um, excuse me, the wolf is usually, usually associated with the principle of evil because of the mournful discordance of its, of its howl and its viciousness of its nature. In Scandinavian mythology, the Fenris wolf, F-E-N-R-I-S, Wolf was one of the sons of Loki, the infernal god of the fires. With the temple of Asgard in flames, with the temple of Asgard in flames about them, the gods under the command of Odin fought their last great battle against the chaotic forces of evil. With the frothling jaws of Fenris, with the frothling jowls of the finless wolf devoured Odin, the father of the gods, and thus destroyed the Odinic universe. Here, the finless wolf represents the mindless powers of nature. I'll leave that part off. But again, you see the wolf, or how the fuck is the wolf the son, one of the sons of Loki? Found that because Loki's supposed to be a demonic um, guy. He's sort of like the Norse. Satan, in a sense. Right, but my point is showing the relationship that they have with the wolf, being one with it, because Loki t- takes human form. Yeah. 
So how, how, you know what I'm saying? How you giving birth to a goddamn wolf? See, that's what they're, that's what they're saying, that the wolf, and then that's also symbolic of the, of the, of the beast's lower nature. His, his, his nature is that of the wolf. So that's why he's the opposite of Thor. He adopted child, but he's supposed to be like the juxtaposed to Thor. It also falls light in, remember, all European mythology is regurgitated. So it's, it's, it's all, it all comes from the same root. It just changed the names. It may change a few different relationships with characters. So, for example, this, this discussion really centered off of the uh, uh, um, relationship with the wolf. It's going back to Romulus and Ramulus. The these these the, what, the, what the mythology goes that these were two uh, twins boys whose mother abandoned them at childbirth and she must have just left them in the wild and the, the legend says that the uh, a wolf a, a bitch found these two twin human boys and suckled them and, and, and raised them almost. Almost the same twist as Tarzan, except Tarzan being raised by wolves instead of monkeys. Becoming one with the wolf. And, 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 and Romulus and Romulus, you can, you can go look that up right now. The, the term Rome comes from the term Romulus. It all goes back to that. And we know that the uh, Romans were the, the uh, uh, followers of Greek mythology. So it's all going back to that same thing. And Cisco, go back and read that part again because if I'm not mistaken, Chrono, brother boy, brother boy, you heard that word before, Chrono, son. Yeah. And Chronos means time. Yeah. And I heard Chromos was chained and, and, and listen to the terminology. They did a science fiction cartoon, but it got some like Chronos was exiled and be, and, be, and they punished him by making him become anti uh, 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 mass, right? He became anti mass energy. So when he came back, he used the sun to come back from. And it was funny because they were saying we have to we have a problem with the sun, and they were going to the sun, and they were like, Chronos is returning, and I'm like, Chronos, time is returning. You see what I'm saying? Father of time. Is it um? Isn't Kronos the name of um? Zeus's father. Yeah, that's Zeus's father. Right. He, even though Zeus is a god, he still he may have more immortality, but he still answers to time, which is on the rock. And in Latin, it means sad. Kronos means saddened. You know, and Zeus um, dethroned him and seized the power. Now, Loki, Sister Camille, Loki, if I'm not mistaken, is uh, Hermes, the god of war. Because, and I didn't, I didn't flesh this shit out, but they got Mercury, right? Hermes. Loki's, Loki's daughter' name is Ah. Uh, she is the she is the governor of hell, and that's the same mythology. Poseidon is that the this name Poseidon? Poseidon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Poseidon, 
So it's all Greek mythology. Damn, what the fuck was my... Damn, I had a lot because I'm in my Greek mythology book, and he all up in... He's there. I shake. Damn, it was... I wonder... Add on to that. Come on. Hey, y'all, I had a flash. Hey, this sound like that. See, anybody ever seen uh, uh, Black Dynamite? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sound like that's what we're doing right now. Remember when they found out that the beer was tampered with? <laughs> Apollo. You know, they did their little and they was in the Roscoe Chicken and Waffles and they made their analogy. Uh-huh. Sound like there's a beer was fucked up. But it all goes to, like, for example, this is this this this, this time of year right now is important to European because right now, you know, this this is the sign for cold. You know what I'm saying? So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hermes, ain't Hermes Mercury, right? Okay, hold on. Wait, okay. The planets get deep. Okay, when you when when you get the planets, that's when the Romans came no, in. No, no, listen, listen. There's a there's a god named Mercury. Yeah, Roman. The Romans, they, the Romans are the ones who get the god. No, because I was just I was just trying to I was just trying to. That I knew that. Saturn is another is another Roman. That's a Roman god. For the Hermes and so somebody got something going on in their background. You got a TV or something going on, and I don't want to have to go through and try to mute the lines. But if you got a TV or something going on in your background, can you please just mute your line and whenever you want to talk, you can unmute it. I'm gonna say that this, based on what Sister Kamea read, if you if you really put the put the context to it, this really is the sign in which Odom takes his slumber. And when Odin takes his slumber, Ashgard is left unprotected. Y'all know the myth. Mm-hmm. And that's when low key. That's when you know what I'm saying. That's when another was uh, uh, symbol symbol you know what symbolizes the. The custom or the cultural practice of Halloween. Hmm. Anybody else want to add on to the Halloween fable right now? I think uh, the uh, master teacher, Barashango, did a great job showing how uh, whatever is good for us, they make bad, you know, like the black cat. 
and showing its relationship to two goddesses, uh, and particularly the goddess Sekhmet. Anything that has to do with the um, the goddess being made bad, that's the whole point of the witches and all that, to remove the power of the feminine. That was a that was a key role in tour and how we lost a few battles as well. A uh, good a good article just came out showing that um, they finding what Europeans thought were just uh, statues of cats, which also was when they cracked open. You know, they probably did on accident drop one. You know, but when they dropped one, you know, it was actually a mummified cat with inside it. But what's interesting is when you look at uh, history. We, when I said we we lost battles, and some battles we had with outsiders who were coming in to Kemet. One thing that happened was that they found out how we venerated cats, and as a form of psychological warfare, just to show you how war. You know, if you don't attack the enemy directly, you attack the enemy's culture. They had sacrificed hundreds, some say even thousands of cats, and we we we. To show you, you know, what the, the prestige we had, we didn't compromise, but we 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 tapped out, you know, and lost the battle in regards to them to stop the, you know, killing of the, you know. So show you how how deep it really ran in regards to venerating. So you understand that, and you understand why cats are bad, bad cats are bad luck. I never really understood what they said. Like, well, I'm glad I'm glad to um, have re-looked at that. Uh, I, don't, I don't even remember the last time I looked at that Barashango. I don't. I, I didn't recollect it, so I might not have looked at that at all. So I'm not to go back and look at that whole thing. But I, I believe I've seen pieces of it, but it was broken up into like ten minute pieces. That was the first time that I've seen the whole lecture together. I think that's uh, definitely something for the family to go back and look into, uh, being that we're always in what they would call a holiday season. One after another, one after another. Ashe, and none of it has anything to do with us. It's completely anti-African, and it's about the sickness of these monsters, like no talk. Mm-hmm. And just to give people an example, too, what just happened earlier, what Brother Ngozi was doing, was that's called decontextualizing subject matter. Mm-hmm. I'm Amos Wilson. That is, to give you a circumstance of behavior that people are exhibiting and to not give you the history in which that behavior originated from. You see what I'm saying? We don't have this. We don't have that. You see what I'm saying? But don't go into, well, 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 damn. Common sense will say individuals will normally, you know, human beings are very social, so we keep up with one another. We influence one another indirectly and directly. You see what I'm saying? No, you know what I mean? What's going on? We ain't got no influence, you know, damn, no in, no intelligence. Well, you listen to what he's saying. No intelligence at all was transferred, you know, what was doing with other people? God damn. That comes from a, you know, that's what Europeans do. 
but then don't give you the history of it. You have to put the context to it. And oftentimes the context has a history. Okay. I think that's what what drove me insane, brother. I I just felt the self-hatred oozing out of his ass. You already peeped him, though, sis. You already knew they was about to start talking that dumb shit about, oh, what about you wearing shoes, way by the white man? What you supposed to be barefoot? All that dumb shit. Right, because they used to dealing, uh, they don't have respect for their fellow Africans. So we're supposed to be brain dead and let a motherfucker who's buying shoes from the Cracker Beast, but rocking his cell phone, driving his car, working for him like he just, for 15 more years. That that's supposed to slide while you point the finger at your people out here. You the one standing in front of your people as a teacher. They're not standing in front of you as a motherfucking teacher that's supposed to be African centered. How fucking dare you? No doubt. Hmm. Let him go to that lecture he got with SETI and stand up there next to the general and say he's a secular Muslim. Let him tell his people, our people, that shit he done said about them tonight on the phone right in front of their face. Tell them all, don't, don't read no books. And check that video. I've seen it, too. Uh, said he confronts on. <laughs> or challenges on. Yeah, challenges. I say and black power to the general for doing that. And he just mad. Well, I'm not going to say what I want to say because uh, that will be a question. But them niggas is so open. Don't yeah. say whatever y'all. Let's not go back. Let's not go back. No doubt, no doubt. Leave it alone. But the... I know it's hot on the mind. I know. I know it's hot. Yes. I know it's I'm hot. Busy. I know it's hot. Mecca, while you were saying something. Back to it. It's very relevant for t- in going into 2016. Yeah. It's very we can treat what you right back. It brought us right back because look, this shit like Halloween. It's what the hell is this? Where the mask at? Somebody stop wearing the mask. Hey. Mecca, while you were saying something about uh, before even before them dudes came through, uh, how the nature of the European, because of his climate, uh, the niggas felt like he's a, he's a fucking cannibal by nature and shit. Like they sur- they always in survival mode. Um, I was just reading a little passage out of this book. I want to see if I can drop a jewel real quick. That's cool, brother Born. Is that cool? Go ahead. All right. This is a uh, spiritual warriors are healers by Mafundishi Jatim K N Haru and Salim. Um, he took he went back into uh ancient Kim and he said uh it says how did the ancient Africans feel about the nature of the European Caucasian and Asiatics of their time? If we read their own words, we will not have to guess because they will tell us and we will all know. Um, from the instruction addressed to the Neswet Marika Ra, uh, the second golden age, ancient Kemet, the following words are used to describe the nature of the Wazungu of their time. Uh, it says they described them as um, the it says low the miserable Asiatic he is wretched because of the place he is in short of water bare of wood 
its paths are many and painful because of mountains. He does not dwell in one place. Food propels his legs. He fights since the time of Haru. He does not announce the day of combat like a thief who darts about a group. This translation by uh, Miriam, uh, what is it? Uh, Lichithium, Ancient Egyptian Literature, Volume 1, Old and Old and Middle Kingdom, page 103 and 104. I think that's an excellent uh, reference you cited right there because it speaks right to it. Now, if you take that, all you have to do, you can apply one word to that, and you'll understand how it overtones a lot of these religious pastoral life. Without, you all know what a pastoralist is, right? For everybody on the line, right? People who raise cattle and livestock, they don't, they don't live in one place. They have cattle, and they just they go, they 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 keep moving in places where the cattle can graze, right? Yeah. What do you call these people when they don't have any cattle? What were they doing before they had any cattle? They was they was they they were doing it to each other. Yeah. So they just moved it from themselves to the animals, preyed on the animals around them. Well, no animals around because look, you got yeah. to have the legs. And they, they, they give you this myth that you can just. Just, you know, 10 cavemen just run up on a mammoth and just stab that motherfucker. That's some bullshit. All you gotta do is watch, go watch, you can watch National Geographic right now, go to the Bushmen in South Africa, the Kalahari, and look how the Kalahari do their hunting. And look at the, look how the patience that go along with that shit, the knowledge of, of how to spot the tracks and all that shit. God damn it. We stink. Human shit stinks. So does our pee. So a lot of animals smell us before we even goddamn get to their ass. You know what I'm saying? In this case, we talk about Neanderthals. So the tactics that you had to have in place, you know what I'm saying? Even even Native in the Amazon and South America, they had enough wit where when they were hunting game, they'll mimic sounds. Now we knew Neanderthals couldn't do that because they like the high the high boy bone. Is they say that. After studying some bones from the Neanderthals, that they noticed that they lacked the high boy bone. The high boy bone is responsible for your speech. So that means Neanderthals wasn't even capable of full speech. They were, they, they don't mean they weren't communicating now. I'm not saying that they weren't communicating, but they weren't talking like we were. They had a capability to. The motherfuckers was grunting. And based off that, the human, the human high boy bone now is very, very, very com- complex and art, you know articulate because. Look at the the sounds that we can produce. You know what I mean. So oh, you can you can we can mimic a bird. You know, trying to trying to attract a bird so we can hunt that motherfucker. I don't think you know. And then you have to have jungle to hide in the hunt. We talking about valleys, mountain terrain, cave ravines, little to no pine forestry, but little to none because in some areas. Where it's real rocky, you ain't gonna get too many trees because the roots can't grow far enough. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Then it's too cold. 
the, the, the plants can't even, the roots of the plants can't even tap groundwater. You know what I'm saying? But your buddy look real, you know, why were they all fans like clans? You know what I'm saying? You got to look at all that shit. What was cave life for the Neanderthals? We know we got more of their trash than their bones. And a lot of their bones, a lot of their trash is bones of each other. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, no. And Dr. Clark said what? Europe ain't even a continent. It's just the northwest extension of Asia. So it's in te- you know what I mean? To be technical, they really just Asians, a, a different form of Asian. I don't. I, I, that's that's kind of complicated. Mm-hmm. I said you can even. That's kind of complicated because. Yeah. because remember Doctor Clark saying that though. No, no. Ten or twenty years ago, they was classifying Mongolians. Uh-huh. Now, the is when you look at Mongolians, when you look at Genghis Khan, some people argue that he, Genghis Khan wasn't white like they portray him. Neither were the Mongols. Feel me? Mm-hmm. I can prove that because even though it's, it's a trip, even though Tibetans live way north of China, they darker than Chinese. Y'all ever notice that? It's the best culture. Religion is man's deification of a, of a of a particular culture. That's all that shit is. In this case, we're in the Eurocentric one. So it got to, it got to deify their mythologies, and and it's sad because they only got one mythology. It's just been you know been remixed over and over and over again, but that mythology is shortcoming because it comes from mythology that Greeks live when they experienced bliss living among civilized Africans called Egyptians, ancient Egyptians. You know what I'm saying? I say. And that's a fucking myth. Because when it all comes back down to it, Europeans are running from the reality of, 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 of their, they, the reality of their history, savagery. Every religious, every religious nut, whether it be the leaders of Jehovah's Witnesses, they all got famous because they tried to predict when the world was going to come to an end. That speaks right to the elder, or Bershaw, when he's talking about the fear factor that plays in the European shit. There is a big fear factor. It's in play right now. Terrorism. National, what is it, homeland security. And other ABC, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. What would you what would you classify as a, a Indo-European looking at this term? Would you think type of category they fall into? You got Indo-European and then like Caucasoid in parentheses or the Semite. I've never seen a picture of an Indo-European. Mm-hmm. Dude, he got like a, a visual from like a says this is from the uh but European is what I call brother Ngozi be if you if Ngozi would answer that question, he'd give you he'll give you the basic terminology for white folks. Indo European mm-hmm. is 
Okay, let me ask you this question. Do you believe that you can do a DNA test on me and find, you know, 200 years from now, if you have my DNA, or 50 years from now or 10 years from now, you think you can look at my DNA and be able to tell me what language I spoke? Nah. Indo-European, uh, Semitic people. Semitic people really aren't. Uh, aren't Semitic people aren't distinguished or classified because they're race. It's really a culture, like ethnicity. Ethnicity is culture. There's no more we can say I'm 100% Latino. What the fuck does that mean? That you're 100% with the culture. That's all you can say because it's not a race. You feel me? If you speak the language and you practice the culture, you're it. See, we're the only people that, that they get the race treatment because it goes beyond race. Because really what the color is saying is, is this, the, the color is indication of age, meaning age on, on this planet. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you and my brother say we all should just get along. It's, that's, like, it's the, it's, that's, not, that's not the real problem. Because the problem is race was created to better identify the problem. You got ancient indigenous people on this planet, and then you got these new these new booties who just fell out the sky. I keep saying this again. My boys call me crazy. Like, man, why you could be an archaeologist here in the field? Yeah, I, that nigga is not from this planet. Now, old Farrakhan said that when he said that he was in his right state of mind. He was like. And I'm not bigging him up by saying that, but but there was some truth when he said that. When he said that, where you know, ask yourself this question: Who who's the Native American? The Native American, right? Who's who's the Native African? The African, right? And so, for everybody, is still original in the original context. Where's the Native European? He's a nobody. He's not a Native nobody. Where did he come from? Right now, tomorrow morning, we're going to meet up in Dublin, England, and we're going to go from Dublin, England, to Russia, and we're looking for the European in its original cultural context. Are we going to find, meaning before technology, you see what I'm saying? We ain't going to find shit. Who's the Neanderthal and where does he come from? Now that's a good question within itself because the term <laughs> Neanderthal is only where they found the bones. That 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 term Neanderthal is it's like in Neander Valley, feel me? And the comparison on what it is is being compared to us and then you know what I'm saying, us that put on the planet in this. And that's the classification. You see what I'm saying? If we stay on that basis right there, we'll be able to say that, well, obviously, they just got here. Feel me? Because they got a piece of the original with the original. That's weird. Because when they do that, that means their nuclear DNA is not from here. See, they always mention mitochondrial DNA. That's the lineage your mama comes from. Nuclear is where the daddy comes from. So they say we all came from Africa, and we all can, you know, for an African mother. That's based on just mitochondria. It's easier to connect, you know, find out who your mama came from, your grandmother came from, than to find out with that. But 
when you do the other side, that means nuclear, and then, and then that's how they use male DNA. But let's try to tell it even sounds falling up. Why would they call one monica and one nuclear? But nuclear DNA, it don't. They only would isolate that. And a, and the European told me that. And this European is a doctor, PhD. He's a uh, he's an archaeologist and a paleontologist. And he don't agree that we all the same. Feel me? Nah, no doubt. I think Malcolm summed it up best when he said that old pale thing. And this cracker is very conscious when he says that because I could be talking with him and I'll be picking this cracker brain. And when it comes to certain aspects of history, like 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 like, like certain eras where we in the paleo scene or something like that, he'll know the Palestine era or something like that. He'll know and say, "Uh, uh, uh Nicola, I'm from I'm from the Neanderthal line." You're homo sapien sapien, feel me? And will correct yourself on that, feel me? So, there is a distinction, you know. We ain't all the same. And this is for Aunt Goldie, if he's still listening, because he ain't still answered this question. If I just asked the brother right here, and he's still, that's his suspect. How do you give a DNA? How do you do a DNA check on a language group? So that's what they're doing. They're basing these, because the Europeans like to divide everything up and conquer. So he's dividing and making distinctions, not based off, but based off that alone. I'm not some bullshit. How you say it? They're like the same thing psychologists was doing when Amos was about that shit. Uh, 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 scientists have found out that there's a, there's a uh, DNA correlate for intelligence. Get the fuck out of here. That means that I could be smoking a blunt, my nigga, and scientists could pick up the roach and analyze my DNA and be like, oh, this motherfucker was very intelligent. Then get the fuck out of here. But intelligence is based off of your experiences. You, you see what I'm saying? So you could control the individual's learning process and you can manipulate the experiences they have. You see what I'm saying? You never saw nothing, never went nowhere. You see what I'm saying? You, you lack experience. So individuals, they don't mean that they're dumb. They just don't, they just, they just don't have experience. But once they see it or watch it, they're they going to adapt. Let me ask you this. How much of your genetic material information do you think is in a skin cell? And I'm asking this question for a reason, but there's two questions that come after it. I, I couldn't even tell you. I know that there's enough genetic material within each one of us. Meaning, if we were to take your genetic material and put it strand by strand, it'll go from here to the moon and back. Just pop your shit alone. No, but I'm just talking about like a flake of your skin, one skin cell. How much well, I, of I, your. I don't know. I don't know that. I don't know that. I, don't, I couldn't tell you that. Okay, the reason why I asked that question deals with the statement that you referred to is that when people smoke with each other, the first thing that comes off that you're really passing is actually an act of cannibalism because the dry skin that comes off your lips is what goes on to the end of the blunt. So when you put that into your mouth, you're putting other people's skin cells into your body. So I asked that question because you said if you drop the roach and they're saying that they can pull enough DNA to figure out if you're intelligent, 
asked that question saying, well, if we could figure out how much of our genetics information is inside of one skin cell, then if they recovered the dead skin from your lips off of that roach that was on the ground, they would know something about you. I couldn't tell you how much about you, but it depends on how much of your genetic uh, code is within that skin cells on your lips. Somebody's snoring. Is that what that is? Somebody in the library like that? Somebody sleep, it sound like. <laughs> Man, I get sleep too. I thought somebody was taking a rattle. Now, but it, but we was already going in the show a little while ago. 
We got back into Halloween, and it seemed like the energy has dissipated some. I think my man snoring on the line has put everybody into a, a different state of mind. So for the standard, what we're going to do, we might line up in the, in the chill-out. But for the family who is out there, you know, we definitely thank everybody for coming out tonight on the line. We, uh, you know, we got in some of the questions that we wanted to ask. It's been a nice little slaughterhouse. People got to eat somewhat, you know what I mean, soup and sandwiches. So uh, that was good, and hopefully we'll have a continuance of this conversation in the close, close, near, very near future, you know, um, so with that being said, I'll start to make sure that I get this to happen. But we'll move on from there. And uh, we'll see if, uh, you know, uh, y'all come out and see us again next week, Tuesday at 10 p.m. Eastern time. And we'll be doing news, news, and more news. And, and we'll get some articles in. Press stuff hard this time for the family. But we'll... Um, so make sure y'all come in 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on the west side, you know. Um, if there's any other things going on this weekend, anything. I don't, I don't really know. I might as well talk about that corny Halloween. Y'all crazy. Oh, Halloween. That's what I'm going to say about it. Well, with that being said, though, I'd like to, uh, again, thank everybody for coming out tonight. we like to make sure that we close out in the same way that we come in. And that's with a praise that Turner, a glory to Garvey, and long with the spirit of Dr. Khaled Abdul-Muhammad. I'll be before you again. Oh, yeah. Crack in the trunk. I'll make it too. If you're a defender fighting to protect your organization from cyber attackers, you must be successful ending attacks every single time. They only need to be successful once. Cyber Reason reverses the attacker's advantage. Our future-ready attack platform gives defenders the wisdom to uncover, understand, and piece together multiple threats, and the precision focus to end cyber attacks instantly. Together, we are the defenders. Cyber Reason. End cyber attacks. From endpoints to everywhere. Learn more at cyberreason.com. That's C-Y-B-E-R-E-A-S-O-N.com.